Bye. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no, I'm, and, and, and what I, what I was, and I don't know, but I, I. Bye. Welcome to the, the dumbest, dumbest part, part of, of your day. day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The youngest can't really sing the words yet, mm-hmm. so she just walks around. There's a line in the song where they say, we don't talk about Bruno, no, 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 like that. And then she just walks around the house going, we no talkie, Bruno, no, no. And just, it's well, She's cute. got a career in radio. <laughs> hey, we no talkie, we no likey. I've made an entire career of that. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavakadoo! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Quebec! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have Degenerate T-Bone coming up at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971. I'm like Mr. Cash in prizes today. Are you? I have lots of stuff. Lots to give lots away, of huh? Stuff. Lots we of have, stuff. What do I have? I got uh, crew tickets. Yeah. I have that. Yeah. I've got wrestling tickets. Yeah. As a matter of fact, somebody yelled at me the other day and said, how come you never give away any of this stuff? In the 3 o'clock hour. Well, I don't know if you know how radio works, but we try and keep you around. Right? So we want you to listen more. That's right. That's why we give it away later. But I've heard you, so just for today. It doesn't matter what your name is. Give me a number. Whoa. whoa. I heard heard that and then, oh, I didn't know. Okay. Uh, Give me a number. Let's go with uh, seven. Call number seven right now. 614-821-9710 gets a pair of tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw on Monday, February 28th. That is this coming Monday in Nationwide Arena. for for, Mm -mm -mm. This is why we wait. (laughs) For tickets and more info, go to Ticketmaster.com. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to read. I know. Not not ready to (laughs) read. Not ready to read. Got to get all built up to the reading. I know. It takes a couple hours of us talking before we're comfortable reading out loud. That one's out of the way, Teddy. Don't bother me. What else can I do? Such enthusiasm. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. <laughs> Got that one done? I don't think either of us have uh, pee-pee or water today, but if we no did, we could do those no here, water. too. We could do all that today, too. We could oh. go right there. The Back Page. Oh, we'll play that. <laughs> Just Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Well, I missed one earlier in the week, Is so that, I wanted to get Care Heating and Cooling. In. Yeah. Are we going to do play? Are we going to do a rundown now too? No, just in we case don't we, have we don't have any sponsors. Yes, but what one. if we skip the rundown and we don't do Common Man and T Bones the rundown? The rundown. All right, there we go. There are some people listening who, well, there are some people who only listen between three o'clock and four o'clock, mm-hmm. who have never heard any of those things you just played at the end. They've never heard well, the rundown. Start they've never heard the back page. I know, but I'm saying they're. They're getting a glimpse into something they've never even experienced. I've also made a fatal flaw. I started the show, and I had to pee. Yeah. And I had a few minutes, but I said, nah, I'll make it to the first break. I'll be fine. 
And? I desperately have to pee. <laughs> desperately. Why didn't you just go? I don't know. Because I'm wrong stupid. with you? Because I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, it's I blame Reeser because Reeser asked me a question out in the hallway. I was talking to him. No, he don't, blame, my don't blame Reeser because then you were sitting there. You were already up here. Once you, once you get in the hallway, that's it. I know. You're not going back. Uh, Buckeyes get a huge road win at Illinois last night. EJ was very effective despite not feeling well. But the star last night was Malachi. Just out of his mind. Well, la- yesterday, you know, we were talking about EJ having the flu or flu-like symptoms, whatever it was. Apparently bad enough that he had to go to the hospital. According yeah. to well, you said he was faking it. No, so I, I guess said, this was a fake hospital no, visit too. That's not what I said. I said, what if he had experienced those symptoms but was feeling much better, and the coaching staff just didn't want to let on? Okay. But anyway, that I said was just a probably not real conspiracy theory. But the thing that I didn't say yesterday that crossed my mind, and I thought that's I don't want to be unfair. Was I thought about saying when you said Buckeyes might be without their best player tonight? I said, uh, "Is Malachi Branham not playing?" Oh, but you know what? You didn't say. that. I didn't say that. You didn't say. Don't take credit for it. Now I'm not taking credit for it. Sounds I'm like saying, you are. I'm saying that thought crossed my mind. All right. Well, but he was the best player on the court last night. No doubt was, about it. He was certainly the best offensive player on the court, and that's his game is so. It's it's changing right in front of our eyes. It's growing right in front of our eyes. He is. Well, Brad slash Blair Underwood said that. <laughs> Malachi's the best player in the Big Ten. And right now, he's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if that was his way because, you know, Kofi Coburn, his guy, who's their, you know, Big Ten player of the year candidate, had a pretty awful yeah, game compared not, to EJ. He didn't show up. EJ stuffed him multiple times. That was fun to watch. So maybe that's that's Blair slash Brad Underwood's way of, like, taking a little bit off of EJ. Why can't we give the Buckeyes credit for playing good defense, though? It was. And frustrating the hell was. out of them. They did. They played great defense. But I got to say, when... They got down, what was it, like 21 to 8 early on in the game. I thought this, this, I'm not writing it off yet, but I thought this could be long night in Champaign. And then, and then they came to life, man. Well, and look, that is an excellent victory last night. Excellent. I'll take it any way that I can get it. But I'm going to drop dead watching these basketball games. The Buckeyes could have a 35-point lead with four minutes left to go, and they will find a way to blow it and give me diarrhea. Well, Yes, but I, I, to, to be fair, is that not college basketball? I mean, that is kind of how college basketball is these that days. Is, I'm to, not, a, I, to a point. I'm not making an excuse for this we've, Buckeye we've team. We've seen but, this team not able to hold on to leads down the stretch. And it's not like, oh, it's within six. It's within eight. They're making it uncomfortable. It's now they're within one possession and I have to poo. No, I, I get it. It was it was right down to the wire again. I I know what you mean. I'm just pointing out that. If you, you know, watching college basketball all throughout the year, you're going to see a couple games every night where a team has a big lead and someone else comes back. And I grant you, it didn't used to be that way. The the game, because of the way there's so much more emphasis on outside shots, there is so much more up and down play. You don't see as many teams that are these, you know, Virginia back in the day, right? A few years ago, used to want to grind the clock out. Wisconsin used to want to, you know, play 40 point basketball games. It's not how the game is now. And a lot of teams have embraced going towards more of what you see in the NBA, which is an up and down, shoot the ball quick type of, you know, offense, especially when you're down. What do you have to lose? And that, I'm just saying that allows for more swings. Not saying that excuses the Buckeyes letting Illinois back into this game. I am saying that. It doesn't make like Chris Holtman and his team like the worst team ever. 
They are going to be probably, if they keep playing the way they are now, they are going to end up a top 10 team, I think, by the time we get to the tournament. That was a huge road victory. Huge victory. You know, we were doing, who was who had the list of their the top four seeds in the tournament. What was that list you were reading this yeah, week? Yeah, that was the NCAA releasing their preemptive, like, okay. as of right now, now this is again, who we think that's, it could that's be. not official, that's no, no selection no, no, committee, no. but at that point, the Buckeyes were not trending to be, you know, a one through four seed. That victory last night made them a four seed. Now, assuming can, they take care of business that's the rest what I'm saying. of the way, right. Can, can they continue? And I think they can improve upon that four seed. But as of right now, if we're doing it right now, Buckeyes are a four seed. Yeah. Um, I will. I will just add. Looking at the rest of the schedule, you're at Maryland, which is, you know, a road game in the Big Ten. They're not the best, but still, that's going to be a no, tough that's a game, game you could lose. Yeah, of course. But looking at these games that you had when we were talking after the Iowa game, right? Last or that? Gosh, my <laughs> days are running together here because that was just Monday. Yep. But talking about Indiana when you were gone, we were saying that. That they have to get that win against Indiana to get everything out of their mouth from the Iowa game. Then it's going to be really tough against Illinois. And then we looked at the rest of the schedule and said, but there's still a chance you could win three or four out of the next. These are all five. winnable games. Yeah, I'm saying you got through your probably two of your very tough opposition that you're going to go against. Indiana team that beat you pretty soundly in Bloomington. And then you go to Illinois. They got both those games. Now you go to Maryland, big opportunity there, CBS, national television, all that stuff. I know they're all national television, but you know what I mean. I get it. Then you get Nebraska, Michigan State, and Michigan all at home. You should close this out. It it should. There will be difficulty. It's college basketball. There's always upsets. But this this is shaping up very nicely for this team. EJ is going to feel better than he did this past game, right? He should be getting back on the mend. So he'll be even better than he was. And last night... Did he have his most points he's ever had? No, but he was impactful on defense, and he made some big, tough shots down the stretch. We talk about the tournament a lot because, you know, that's the ultimate goal, but, you know, winning this conference would be pretty cool, too. This team is a game and a half out of first place. Amazing. They picked up, obviously, a full game on Illinois last night. Then it's Purdue and Wisconsin tied at the top. Buckeyes are a game and a half out. You know, you have four teams, three teams you have to jump there, but still. This is doable to I win the conference. Yeah, I love it, man. This The way they're playing right now, as much as, yes, down the stretch, it, it got a little dicey. I love, I have said for years that the thing that makes me really excited about any Buckeye basketball team, when you get elite play from one of your bigs, which EJ is all of that, right? He's a three-level scorer. He's a great defender. Went from being a good defender to a great defender this year. You've got that now. Then you, I also like to see a guy who can be a threat to get to the rim. Because if you've got a guy who can get to the rim, he draws fouls. And, and more than that, it's just psychologically so tough on your defense where Absolutely. you've held down another team for 20 seconds and you've got them basically looking for something. And then a guy just says, I'm putting it on the floor and you can't stop it. And then with a second left, he lays it up off the oh, glass. Either that or you foul him and he's going or, to the free throw or line. Or you foul him or he does both. Right. You get the foul shot and the two points. It just demoralizes your defense because you've done everything right and you just got a code breaker out there who can shake everything up. Those are two factors you need if you're going to make a big run in any tournament setting. And the Buckeyes have both of them. Oh, and they have like a bajillion transfer senior older guys that have been there, done this a little bit. There's a lot of reasons to like what this Buckeye basketball team brings. I know it's been shaky at times, but they're sitting in a really good spot right now. 
Teddy and I were talking about Malachi before the show and, you know, how we expected him to be good, but not necessarily this good this quick. We thought maybe as a sophomore, he would start to show this on a more consistent basis. But yeah. now people are starting to talk about him leaving because he's so good. And look, if you want to get bogged down with that, that's fine. I can't think that way. I don't think that way in I'm, I'm college you, football, man. and I don't think that way in college basketball. This is a good problem to have. That means you have guys who are so talented that the professionals are calling and they're going to make millions of dollars. But enjoy this right now, because to your point... You can make a deep tournament run with a guy like Malachi because you don't need to be unconscious from the outside hitting shots to advance. No, but imagine if, because we've seen this team occasionally show it, imagine if they did get hot in the right game. That's a bonus. That's what I mean. It's icing on the cake. Right, but having a guy, let's say Malachi is, he's got 31 last night. That's his second 30-point game. 30-point games in college, to me, are like 50-point games in the NBA. They're just they're they're extraordinary, or maybe 40-point games in the NBA. Maybe that's more fair. They are pretty rare to see. So to take that in as a Buckeye fan, just appreciate what you're watching right now. Because I feel like sometimes you're right. We get so bogged down in, can they win a national championship? Is Malachi going to stay here two, Don't three years? It. Don't worry about it, how long he's going to be here. I'm looking forward to 4 p.m. on Sunday yes, on CBS to now. see Malachi Branham play basketball again, to see EJ Liddell play basketball again, because I don't know how many more games they're going to be playing at Ohio State, but I know they're playing Sunday at 4, so let's go watch it and, or listen to it here on The Fan. Let's enjoy it. Jack, it's time. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. And more delays expected on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Five-minute backups over there. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck as you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Uh, my buddy got a new job. Who's your buddy? Matt Nagy, former Bears coach, <laughs> has reunited with Andy Reid. He is with the Chiefs. He is going to be their senior assistant and quarterbacks coach. So you go from head coach, didn't work out with the Bears, now you run back to Papa, mm. and Andy Reid is Papa. Andy Reid. It always amazes me these guys though where it's you know they've been through the ringer maybe it was his fault maybe it's not his fault whatever why you wouldn't just want to take a year off and reassess it's not like you're going to forget football in 12 months maybe take a broadcasting job whatever they're out there 
But instead, he just runs back, runs back to be the quarterback coach, even though he's getting paid millions of dollars to sit on his ass and do nothing. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of in that regard is maybe for some of these guys, they feel like, I know I'm going to have to do the, if, if he wants to be a head coach again, you know, not that that's likely anytime soon, but if he wants to, to eventually get back into those spots where he could be a head coach, you have to go be a good coordinator again soon. And he's not going to get that job yet. So maybe he's thinking, I need to go back and get in, work a year, get the call to be coordinator at some point down the road. And then eventually, maybe I can get up to head coach again. Or if nothing else, maybe I can be one of the best coordinators in the game. And that's also pretty great. Maybe it's just, I don't want to wait a year to do all that that I'm going to have to do. Because he probably knows he's not getting any calls for a good coordinator job. Well, to your point. For any time, anytime soon. I just saw that Eric Bieniemy. Offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. He is going to stay with the Chiefs. He yeah. signed a one-year deal. His contract expired. He went interviewed for some NFL coaching jobs. He's done that the last couple of years. Hasn't gotten them. So he went back to be the offensive coordinator. It's a one-year deal. If the Chiefs have success, I mean, I... I would assume they're I, going to. I, I can't believe if they have the type of success they should, that Eric Bieniemy wouldn't have a head coaching job next offseason. But then again, I can't believe we've, he doesn't have a head coaching job right now. We've said that a couple years in a row, that he it, it's amazing that he is still right. not a head coach. So if that's the case, if they have success and he moves on, who's the most logical choice to become the offensive coordinator? Now, well, it's Matt probably going to be someone in the building, and they'll right. talk themselves possibly into Matt Nagy. Correct. So yeah, you're right. I, maybe that's the logic. But I'm with you. I... It's also not a normal job, you know, where if you or I were to get fired or most people would get fired from their jobs, they have to get into another job pretty quickly to, you know, pay the bills. You might have some savings. Yeah, this, up, is, but you're not, this is not you're, that. You're not done with work. Most people aren't. You'd, you'd probably have a maybe a year or two max, but you'd have to get back in there at some point. These guys, most of them who are at Matt Nagy's level, if he was smart with his money, he should have plenty of money. He does not need to ever work again. I think it is more about the desire to get back into the job of being a coach. And so if you want to be a high level, you know, whether it's coordinator or head coach, you're going to have to go do the dirty work here and clean up your resume a little bit, which is what he's trying to do. Jackets last night, they continue their excellent play, a victory down in Florida. They were winless in their last eight against the Panthers. We know about the embarrassments of this season. 17, was it 17 goals or 18 goals? Uh, one of those I'd have two. To do the math, right? Was it was seventeen like goals eight? or eighteen goals? I think it was seventeen. Seventeen goals that the Panthers put on the Blue Jackets in two games this season. The Jackets went down there and played tough, played inspired, and look, they are playing excellent hockey right now. Line A's red hot again. You got great goaltending from Barube, my guy, back to, between the pipes tonight yeah, in Carolina. Man. And Elvis is back tonight, too. I guess the IR stint was a paperwork issue. He's feeling better. So he'll back up tonight. But, you know, we got so upset with this team because there's a certain segment of the fan base. You know, we, we talk about my 600-pound life. Maybe you've seen the show on TLC. Mm -hmm. Very, very heavy people. Dr. Now is the bariatric surgeon, and he's going to help them change their life. But they have to want to change their life. And so they come to the first appointments and, you know, heavy person sits down and they always bring somebody with them. Doctor now is more interested in the person that they bring with them than the patient sometimes because he wants to know who is enabling this person. Right. Who's buying the food for this person? Because most of the time these people are too large to leave their homes. 
right? Yeah. They yeah. rely on other people to feed them. And the behavior of the enabler has to change before the behavior of the patient is going to change. And when the Blue Jackets were going out there and half-assing these performances, not playing like they gave a crap, even though they're professionals, we would hear from what I like to call the Blue Jacket enablers, saying, well, you can't possibly compete. I mean, you had one of your defensemen out last night. What are you going to do? The other team's good. We don't match up well against them. So, of course, we just put a, a turd out on the ice and gave up in the third period. No. Last night, you saw what could happen when yeah. this team plays inspired hockey. You got a backup goaltender who's been playing fantastic, but he's a backup goaltender that nobody's heard of. Yeah. Playing right. fantastic out of his mind. Zach Wierenski, not playing last night. Yeah. Didn't make the trip. Did they just go out there and give up? No, they actually did what we had complained about earlier in the season, which was they went out and played really hard. And in the first two periods of this game, yes, the Jackets are getting outshot a little bit. It's Florida. Welcome to the NHL. Like, they're going to do that occasionally. They're a more talented yeah. team. They're still the more talented team, regardless of last night's outcome. But that didn't matter last night. But the Jackets night. played hard, even though they were taking a bit of a, you know, a, a, a few more shots than they'd like to and all that. Yes. And then what happened in the third period? They kept playing, and they started getting the results. And that was wonderful to see. That was fantastic. And even when they got, because, you know, Florida got back and got that second goal, made it three to two. You think, oh no, okay, we <laughs> this was all been too good. They're going to turn it on. This no, who turned it on the third period? It was the Jackets. They were able to hang on, get it done, and yeah, that's there is not a team getting the right contributions from a lot of guys. There's not a team that this Blue Jackets club can't. They think they can't beat right now. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe Calgary. I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, Calgary's the one team where I think if they played the Blue Jackets 162 games, that, that'd be a baseball season. Two, two seasons of hockey. 82 yeah. games. Right, yeah. They would not win any of them. But they, they're in the right mindset right now. Don't make excuses for this team. Don't enable this team. Don't give them excuses. Because you know what? Earlier in the season, they were feeling sorry for themselves. And now they've stopped doing that. Yeah, it's it's not about... As much as it is, this is fun what they are doing and they are playing extremely well right now. This is not about, oh, this Jackets team, we're somehow like trying to criticize what's going on here. We're saying it's okay to want good things for your team and it's okay to have expectations for your team. Not that this team should be before the season, neither you or I, I don't think anyone in, a, in their right mind was predicting this team going and making the playoffs. And that's still going to be a stretch. But the idea that they couldn't fight hard, play a tougher game against some of these better teams, that's what we were frustrated we weren't seeing. We are seeing growth, right? Cole Sillinger is one of those guys who had a nice goal last night. Good to see him being able to step up and, and do these type of things. As a extremely young player in the NHL, Patrick Laine continues to be hot. This is one of the best stretches I think we've ever seen by any Blue Jackets player in the history of the franchise, well, I, I what he's doing right you. now. I got a question because, look, you know, we've talked about what do you do with the deadline. I think it's ridiculous to add pieces to this team, but there is that thought out there that it can happen. Even if you don't want to trade Patrick Laine, you think this is a guy that you can build around, sign him to a long-term deal if he wants to be here. There are going to be some bigger questions that may affect Patrick Line. We'll talk about that coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Sunbury Road at Patriot Boulevard. This accident involves injuries causing stopping the traffic over here. Please be careful as things begin to clean up. You'll also find westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow in that area. Traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson now hiring. Are looking for a steady work and great benefits? Get your career on track with Ace Hardware now hiring CDL truck drivers with a $10,000 sign-up bonus on West Jefferson. That's right, a $10,000 sign-up bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. That's acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Talking jackets. We'll get back to in a second. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. More jackets tonight. Jackets and Hurricanes. Coverage starts 6.30 right here on The Fan. Another big one tonight. Um, look, let's not even talk about Patrick Line being dealt at the deadline. Because I know enough of you want to keep him and build around him and give him tons of money. Fine. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a horrible thing. Assuming I didn't, I didn't say it was a horrible thing. No, I know. I, I understand. That's not the discussion I want to have. Okay. You're going to have to f- face decisions about some guys that Patrick Line likes to play with some guys that are setting Patrick Line up for some pretty sweet goals. And we saw last night, Jake Voracek continues to facilitate this buck like nobody I've seen in recent memory with this team. Well, that's what he does. Right? I, I, I mean, it is what he does, but he's, you know, he's one of those guys where I was, I was hoping that he would have this type of season so that you could spin him off and get something for him at the deadline. But do you do that now knowing that if you do, it impacts a guy like Patrick Lottie. Yeah, I mean, I think that... Here, here's, the, here's, I guess, the thing you could you could try to do there. Couldn't you, theoretically, if, if the number comes for Jake Voracek and he's dealt and you get what you're looking for out of him and they decide to move him, doesn't that give you a better chance to truly evaluate line A down the stretch, right? Where you... You know, if, you're, if your concern is that... He's playing so well because he's got someone setting it up so well right now. What if we remove that variable? You're trying to figure out if Patrick Line is a building block for this team or not. I know there are Jackets fans screaming at the radio right now when they hear that and saying, how dare you? How can you not look at this guy as a franchise player for the next 10 years? I'd love to. I hope he is. I want that. If that's really what this is. And I'm not trying to shoot holes in his game. I am more or less saying... The Jackets have to make sure if they're going to invest in a player of that caliber and say, yes, we're going to pay top-line money for a guy and have him here for the long term, you you have to know that this is not just a fluke. You have to know that this is going to be not not a streak like he's been on you know, over the last couple weeks or you know what has it been now? Get almost close to a month, I guess. But more like the idea that he will be this consistent goal scorer. He's going to be a 35 to 45 goal scorer. That that level of production, that's where he's going to be every single year. And one way you find that out is by changing up some of the things that are happening around him and see how he responds. I'd love to see this team make the playoffs this year. That's not the end goal for this team. 
right? No. There are some Jackets fans, I think, that just want to see, I want to get to the playoffs every year, and that's all I care about. Once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. That's not how sustained winners are built in the NHL. You have to build the right core. You have to get the right guys in place. And then, yeah, that core gets you to the playoffs every year. And then you hope the mix you get in the in the dressing room. You hope that the free agents you bring in, the trade deadlines you make, those, those guys then take you from good playoff team to a Stanley Cup winner. You have to first... Jackets aren't anywhere close to us figuring that out. They're trying to figure out who the... The main core is that's going to get them to the playoffs every year. I could see dealing Voracek if that's what it comes to. If you get a good deal for him just to maybe help you evaluate other players. There's another guy that I want to point out and, and we don't know how everything's going to work out down the road, but right now I was, I was critical, not because I, I dislike him. I, I like him. I think he's a good player, but I was critical about extending Boone Jenner and Boone Jenner has had himself a hell of a season. He sure has. He has exceeded my expectations. He's just been steady, eddy guy. It's more than just garbage goals around the net. He scored his 22nd goal of the season <laughs> last night, and he is just in on everything. And when I talk about this team and their mental turnaround, I don't, I don't take that for granted either. Because we can look at Brad Larson and say, well, Larson must be saying the right things in the room. Maybe. Maybe Boone Jenner's saying the right things in the room. Oh, I think that's definitely a component of it, don't you? I mean... You have to give credit to an organization and a coaching staff when they identify the guys who should be the leaders and then they allow those guys the power to lead. So that has happened with Boone Jenner and good for this organization for recognizing that. But it's also on that player to then not, you know, drop the ball or in this case, the puck. It's, it's good that he's been able to take that leadership role and excel in it. And it clearly has helped revitalize his game a little bit. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. All right. I mean, that's, I think that that gives you some more establishment. And years and years ago when Boone Jenner came to this organization, right? Like We thought this is the guy he was going to be. That's what we were hoping for, that he would eventually turn into this guy. And then a lot of things changed around him and his role diminished and, and all these other things. He's come through all of that and is now like this, I don't know, like this old, like craggly oak tree. Who's not old. No, no, he's not, but I'm saying he's been through the forest fires and all the other things that surround those giant oak trees that right. still stand, and you're like, man, this guy's been through a lot of crap, and here he is having one of his best seasons ever. So, yeah, that is that is truly good things to see for this Blue Jackets team. This weekend is a big one when it comes to Major League Baseball trying to get their stuff together. Um, Major League Baseball has said that if there's no deal done by Monday, they will start canceling regular season games, and they will not be made up. They've done this in the past where they've pushed the season back a couple weeks and they've gotten 162 games in. They are adamant that they're not going to do that. And we'll talk later in the show about the financials of some of these teams and the myths that surround that and all of that. But for a second, I want to pretend like I'm running PR for Major League Baseball. All right. All right. I'm running PR for the owners. Yeah, that's what Major for League Rob Baseball Manfred is. Rob Manfred and the owners. Now, I'm not saying I agree with their position because I don't. 
I have no dog in this fight because I hate both equally. I hate the Players Association, and I hate well, the owners. You, the dog you have in this fight is you'd like to see baseball played at some point. Well, no, you That's, know what, I mean, though? You want baseball Fans to come don't back. have a voice. They don't care about fans. If they did, we wouldn't be in this position. If they cared about fans and the actual game of baseball, the product they were presenting, they would have been at the table working this out last season. I agree with so you. So that we didn't get to this point. They'd be sitting down and, and wouldn't not be meeting with each other for 42 days. Like we saw around Christmas time. They don't care about us. They don't care about the fans. But if I'm working for the owners, I'm sitting the owners down today and I'm saying, hey, look, this hardball tactic about we need something done by Monday or we're going to lose games. This is not working for you. This is not working for you with the players. This is not going to work for you with the public. It's not going to work. Here's what's going to work. Why are we in this position right now? Why are we in this position where no business can take place? Because the owners have locked out the players. Yeah. So what I would do if I were running things for the owners, I'd come out and say, look, we have tried in good faith to negotiate with the players, come up with some financial terms that satisfy them and us. However, we have decided that they're not willing to do that in a fair or ethical manner. So we are lifting the lockout. We are lifting the lockout. Right. Business can continue, and we are content with playing this season at a full 162 games under last year's financial agreement. Because yeah, they then, because they can. And then you know what the players would do? It would force them to either go along with that or strike. Mm-hmm. And that would... That the is, players would strike. If you are trying to just cynically win the battle... Well, that's what they're doing. Oh, I know, I that's know. That's what they're trying to do. You're so right. go all the way. Lift the lockout and say, players, your call. Do you care about the fan? You want to play baseball? Or do you want to strike? Go ahead. And the reality of why that would suck... No, it wouldn't well, of suck. course it would it suck it for us. It wouldn't suck necessarily from the standpoint of it might move this along a little quicker, but no, the reality is it kind of undercuts the whole situation because the owners are, are as much against trying to get this deal done in a quick way. They want to win. The yes. players want to win. Yeah. But if the owners come out and say, oh yeah, we've lifted the lockout, you guys can return. They know they'd be doing this as a strategy to try to win this argument. Not necessarily to bring baseball back because they know the players would strike and that would force their hand and all their it's just a mode. It's a tactic to move this along so that the players become the villains for the fans. But I got to say, listening to a lot of people talk about this and a lot of fans talk about it. This is very every time there's a new one of these discussions about lockouts or strikes or labor disagreements. It feels like in the last five or 10 years, we've really turned a corner where most fans who follow these sports say, no, I get it. The owners are worse. Not saying the players are great. Players have their flaws. These players' unions do have their issues. But by and large, I think most fans say, if we're going to pay people millions of dollars to play baseball, the owners need to understand that and accept certain realities. And I, it, same thing with the NFL when we've had these issues. I think more and more you are seeing people get on the side of the players in this argument between millionaires and billionaires. And it's it's clear that we all lose. Oh, yeah. But yes, yeah. you're right. I, I agree with that. Nebraska Athletics has no hope. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find delays on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow in that area. Delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue and southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring can be a headache. That's why there's Indeed, the hiring platform that removes the hassle. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Gonna take some gasoline, burn her house down. Happy Friday. Tool Glad of we the got week you singing coming again. up. Tool of the week. Tool of the week. 534. Send them in now at manandbone971 on Twitter. I have some people telling me, but my, common man, I don't do Twitter. Well, tough nuggies. This is what we're doing. Well, if uh, you find a way to get it to us, you can nominate us for Tool of the Week for only taking them via Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska is just on fire. The state, the program, mm. I'm going to say the state is on fire as well. I don't know what the state of... I'm going to guess cold, given that it's February, but... Well, it's, yeah, I mean, good call, Bone. Well, you said it's on fire. Green I'm just saying... tropical? Well, you said it's on fire. I'm, I'm just saying it's probably not on thing, fire. Things are bad, Oh, okay. is what I'm saying. The whole state. Yeah, well, All a right. lot of their identity is wrapped up in their sports. Okay. Right? And what's going on in Lincoln. Tell me if this is familiar to you. Trev Alberts, who is the AD over at Nebraska, has come out before the season's over and said their terrible coach will be back for next season. (laughs) They just did this with Scott Frost in football. You and I were convinced, so were most of the pundits, that Scott Frost did more than enough to lose his job and that was going to be it. Instead, Nebraska came out before the season ended and said, no, 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 he's he's back. We're going to... Take like a million dollars a year off his contract and reduce the buyout. But Scott Frost will be back next season. They have now done the exact same thing with their basketball coach, Fred Hoiberg, who, by the way, if you have not been paying attention to Nebraska basketball, they're bad. They are awful. They are one and 15 in the Big Ten this year. Fred Hoiberg in conference play in three seasons. You ready for this? Uh, go ahead, lay it on me. Six and forty-nine. Oh. Six and forty-nine. Oh my god! But here's the kicker, man. If back in 2017, because Scott Frost was hired in 2018, if back in 2017 you go to a Nebraska fan and say you can pick, you can pick your ideal head coach in football <laughs> and your ideal head coach in, in college basketball, they would pick. Scott Frost and Fred Hoiberg. The stories write themselves. I understand Fred Hoiberg went to play college at Iowa State, but he was born in Lincoln. His grandfather was the head coach 
right. the basketball team back in the 50s and 60s. It was a homecoming for him. They were they were throwing confetti up in the air when Scott Frost and Fred Hoiberg got hired. And now they could be the two worst coaches they could have possibly hired. They they are certainly one of the worst combos of coaches, wouldn't you say? I mean, as far as they're both combined what their resumes are. I just told are. you, Fred Hoiberg was, is 6-49 and 49 in conference play. Yeah. Scott Frost, in five seasons, is that right? Yeah, yeah he's, five he's seasons, now. 10-25 and 25 in conference play. Sheesh. In fact, they're in the side of the conference they play in. It must be four years. That wouldn't be five. Either way, it doesn't matter. That's that's still it's, awful. It's four years. This will be the fifth yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. But either way, still, that's that's terrible. 10 and 25. Combining when you add in their resumes, right? Like Fred Hoiberg coaching in the NBA. Yes. Let's not forget. A major franchise in the NBA. And then Scott Frost, at the time he was hired, looking like he could have taken jobs potentially in the NFL, had the idea that... He could probably write his name on any contract that was available to him in college football. Well, some people claim that he won the national championship right? his well, last year. I think he was one of the ones. He was one of them. They made special there. license plates in the state of Florida. Yeah. Okay. But th- those two had such a, a clear ability, it appeared, that you bring him into Lincoln, you give him resources, but also they're going to bring their immense talents there. Suddenly, it's all going to come together, and all the things that Nebraska's been bad at over the last two decades plus, they'll just fix themselves. They'll be fine. And instead, that has not happened, and it's not even come close to happening. I, I wonder with Trev Alberts taking that job, because he took that just last year, correct? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes when you're a really bad, we see it in the NFL, NFL GMs will be bad. They'll get hired, and they'll be hired with a coach that everyone says, well, you got to fire that guy instantly. And then sometimes, now this is starting to change, but sometimes these GMs will say, no, no, I'm going to give him one more year to see what he can do. And then what happens with that coach nine times out of ten? They get midway through the next season, they are awful, and then this GM can have his moment of, all right, I gave him a chance. Yeah, that's right. But now but I'm going to fire him. And I'm, it's it, a little bit different where well, the GM only has one person to answer to, the owner. Yeah. You know, Trev Alberts, I can't believe there's not influential Nebraska boosters when Trev says, hey, I think I'm going to bring Fred Hoiberg back next year, where somebody that has money gets on the phone and says, no, you're not. Well, right. I don't know how that, I don't know how it works at that level, but I wonder if he gets that call and they say, what's what's going on? Why is this happening? If he maybe is doing the thing where he talks to this booster and says, listen, I've got a plan. I know he's not going to make it through next year, but the guy I really want is still going to be in his job right now. We can't lure him away. But I might be able to get that. I've got it on good authority that I could work this angle and maybe I could get him to come here next year. Like, my point is, sometimes I feel like these bad GMs in the NFL do this as a way to give themselves a longer runway before they're fired, right? Yeah, I understand. You give it, well, hey, I didn't even have my coach for the first year. I, I wonder if that's a little bit of what Trev Albert's doing. But you're right. He is, by doing this, he is... <laughs> basically cutting off all his support systems very early on and saying, trust me, I know how to work without a net. I'll be fine on this high wire act that I'm doing. Be better, man. Yeah, I mean... Be better. And the, and the fans suffer. Of course they but do. But they're playing this stupid game. I, I'm just surprised that there's not boosters calling him up saying, hey, Trev, the only reason why you're at this job is because we've allowed it. So don't piss us off. 
Yeah, I I know you got to do what the boosters want. Maybe maybe that is something that happen is happening already, and maybe he's got enough goodwill that it's allowing him just to get through this first part. But guaranteed, I would say by mid season of both of those teams next year, if they're not immensely better, both those guys are gone. Did I tell you about the time that I met Trev Trev Alberts? I, f- I feel like I vaguely remember it, this. It was, it was fine. It was just, you know, one of these functions, and, and he was there, and at the time, he was still working in some capacity for ESPN, right? Right. And I, you know, I had a pleasant exchange with him, but there was another guy at this benefit who had had a little bit too much to drink, mm-hmm. and he <laughs> referred to Trev Alberts to his face as Herbie number one. What? <laughs> Because that was, you know, Trev was Herbie before Herbie was Herbie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then Herbie came along, and Trev sort of faded away, and that was the end of that, and he went into administration. Yeah, I I wonder if people, like, do a lot of Buckeye fans still have it out for Trev Alberts? Like, back in the day they did? I think that's past. No? Well, I don't know. I'm saying, right, I mean, that was a thing years ago, but not as much now. Herbie won. It amazes me how people who cover sports have no idea how sports work. I'll explain coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Traffic is still slow on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute backup as it continues to build. And slowdowns in westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Plan on slowdowns there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. These guys are a big deal. And by big deal, I mean cheap and fat. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Common Man and T-Bone weekend comes your way tomorrow. That's 10 to uh, noon. Because tomorrow's the weekend. That's right. Last I checked. It will also drop in your podcast feed if you subscribe to the podcast. If you don't, well, what the hell's the matter with you? Go to wherever you get your audio, search Common Man and T-Bone, and every single show will come right to your device free of charge, including some of the freebies and extras that we only have on the podcast. Mm-hmm. In fact, today I posted something in the feed, uh, had a nice long conversation with Dr. Pete Edwards, where we talked about the crew's upcoming season. Of course, it starts tomorrow, 3.30, right here on The Fan. Uh, Talked about some of the things he's excited for with the crew, and I even asked him about the logo and what's the deal with that? What's the deal with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you want to hear that. he, of course, said, I hate it. I wish it would go away, too. <laughs> he did not Thank say you, that. Thank you, T-Bone. I'll get right on he that. He did not say that. But if you want to hear what he did say, and you want to hear that whole conversation, it was a nice time talking with him yesterday. 
We've got it in our feed, Man and Bone, just wherever you get podcasts. It is in there. If you subscribe to our podcast, you can go listen to it. It's sitting right in your feed right now. Let me say, as the ultimate casual fan who has no affiliation to any cheering section or season ticket holder or anything, because I know that some people think that it's only those hardcore fans that dislike the logo. Let me say, I hate it. I think it sucks. And I will not buy any crew merchandise until it's taken away. Fair enough. I agree. Anyway, tomorrow, season opener right here on The Fan. Now, I have I have not bought anything with the logo on it, but I have been given things with the logo on it, and I don't mind wearing if I'm given it. Look at you. Well, I mean, it was Look given to me. You. It doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? No, make a statement. Throw what's, it out. What's a statement? If, if people are going to see you wearing it, then that's almost like you endorse it. Retweets equal endorsements, Bone. All right, I don't care what people right. put in their Twitter profile. Hold on. You're retweeting it. Let me tell you something. I do not prefer this logo. I am not rooting for this logo to it be the sucks. one that stays. I don't like it. But if someone gives me something as no, a nice gesture. No. All right. They gave me an authentic crew jersey with my name on it. Why is this dude? Light it up, no. throw it in the trash? Keep it at home. Don't wear it. Bring it out at home. Wear it around the house. Cherish it at home. Don't wear it out in public. Because then people are going to say, oh, there's T-Bone. He's wearing the new thing. Wait a minute. I thought he hated that new logo. What a piece of crap. I support the team, and if they give me a jersey to wear... you got plenty of team stuff, too. I'm not saying do. don't support I, the team. What am I wearing today? I know. You, you look fine. I'm not wearing any of it today. You look good today. But tomorrow, they're giving away hats when you go in. What do you think the hat's going to have? The old logo? It's going to have the new logo. Should. Okay, it's going to have the new logo on it. They have a little State of out. Ohio logo that they do in, on that's, Twitter. That's a, that's a sexy logo. I like yeah, that I like logo it. a lot. I brought that up to Dr. Pete. He said he liked it, too. Okay. Well, let's get cracking. Well, I don't, I'm, go listen to the podcast. Hear what's on there. All right, it's in the feed. You don't have to subscribe to anything new. It's right in the show feed. Yeah. Um, it amazes me. We were talking about the, the baseball lockout. Now, baseball says by Monday, if they don't have a deal done, they're canceling games. No going back. No extending it. We're canceling games. Players will not play 162. They will not be paid for 162. It amazes me, I've seen so many of these writers, sports writers, baseball writers that should know better, saying things like, well, you know, missing games really hurts both sides. Players and owners better get their acts together, blah, blah, blah. No, it hurts one side, and that's the players. Let me tell you something, man. There are a handful of owners, probably half of the owners in Major League Baseball, that would be quite content with closing up their stadium, firing all their employees, sitting there, paying nobody, and of course getting no revenue in return. I get that. But they would be perfectly happy with playing zero games in 2022. And and why is that, Mike? I'll tell you why. Because they save money. Look, for every Atlanta Braves, I saw this today, the Atlanta Braves made $112 million in profit last year. Congratulations to them. They won the World Series. Of course, they had a banner year. That's not typical. I'm not saying that teams are losing tons of money because they're not. These teams that claim to be losing tons of money could open up their books and show us they choose not to. The Braves made money, but the majority of these owners would make more money by just sitting on this team, not really doing anything. Because Look, you close up your house tomorrow. You move into an apartment. 
All right, you close up your house, you're not paying for any utilities, you have to pay the real estate taxes, but that's all you're paying for. Your house sits there. Your house is accruing interest even if you're not living in it. You are making money on that house. In the current climate that we live in with housing prices, you are making money on that house even though you're not living in that house. These owners make money every single year on their investment. Maybe it doesn't show it on their yearly budgets. Maybe they don't see it because they're not drawing 40,000 fans a game. But the Pirates' ownership is making money. Because one year from now, when the Forbes list comes out, their franchise is going to be worth more than it was a year ago. And that's if they play 82 home games or if that's if they play zero games. Yeah, to your point. 81 I mean, home games, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, to your point, that, that housing analogy you made, let's say you were going to go rent an apartment again. Must this nice nice apartment? I guess you're paying two thousand a month in rent. Let's say you go get a nice apartment for yourself, but if every month you weren't in your house, you're like, well, I got to pay that, and I got to pay the mortgage on my house. It's a lot of money. If if every month you were getting seven thousand dollars of value accruing to the value of your home, you're making the, money, right? Like you, that's where these guys live. And if you're saying that sounds absurd, it is. It is absurd the value of these sports teams, but. That is the value of a sports team right now. I don't know how we change that. I don't think there's anything you can do about it. You know, the there's not much you could really do to incentivize these owners too. Because like you said, I don't know if it's a half. I don't know if it's a third. There's a solid number of these owners who, when the idea is like, well, maybe we just won't play as many games this year. Oh, okay. There, there are Fine owners who are not motivated to get off their ass and change things. Because they say, yeah, okay, then that means I don't have to pay all these players. And and some of them will lose a little bit of money because of the fact that it costs more sometimes to open up the stadium, pay everyone that's there, including the players, and they don't get the tickets back that they think they should. So whatever, that's because they've been a terrible owner and their franchise is running to the ground. No one wants to go watch, but they make more money just sitting there doing nothing because they don't have to spend any money and they don't get any in, but their team is growing in value. Yeah. How do we change that? The, I mean, it would be solutions like this, right? The, the simplest one is a salary floor where you force these teams. They have to spend the money that comes into the club back on the club. And maybe that just means these teams luck into some better teams because they have to spend money. If they're forced that it, you have to spend whatever the lowest amount would be for a payroll, if you're forced to spend that, sure, they could be dumb and just give all that money to like the Nick Swishers of the world. But hopefully, which we've seen, which we've seen right? And and who did that? The owners, <laughs> the owners of the Guardians now, right? One yeah, of the that, worst was the, that was groups the, in sports. That was the Michael Bourne, Nick Swisher offseason when they sold and, Sports Time Ohio. I was just going to say, they, what say, hey, they we got get? an extra $40 million, so uh, there you go. They put it back in the team. They would argue if someone said, oh, that wasn't very good. They'd be like, well, we put it back in the team. Yeah, you didn't do it very in a very smart way. But they, to their credit, at least they did spend it on the team and didn't pocket it themselves, I guess. That's the silver lining. But another way you could do this, which this would require the owners to handcuff themselves, and they're not going to do it. But you could institute a policy that says before you want to sell your team, you have to, over a five-year period prior to putting it up for sale, you have to average above a 500 record. Now again, they will never do They'll this. Never do. I mean, yes, but these are the types that of things would work, but they, it's not going to happen. They're not motivated by anything other. The ones, the ownership groups we're talking about here, not not the teams like the Yankees don't have this problem. 
because their motivation from their ownership group is we want to be the best. And now we can argue how good they are at making those decisions year in and year out, right? There's plenty of teams that are just bad at it, but they're trying to spend money and they just do it poorly. Right. But there are just flat out teams in Major League Baseball who say we'd rather just not spend any money and just let this team build its value. That's who you have to change the mindset on. And the only way to do that would be to enforce some kind of some kind of mark that you have to hit as a performance metric before you can make any money off your team. And I don't know how you really do that. These are scenarios that would work, but they're not practical. The salary floor would work not as well, but it is more practical and it in the would sense have they to may be, actually do this. It would have to be a significant salary floor. Not a salary floor of $45 million. No, no. But a salary floor of 80 to $85 million to start. And you know what would what would solve all of this too? But again, it's not going to happen. It's not practical. It's like saying a unicorn flying out of my ass is going to happen. And that's promotion and relegation. No, they will Which not, is what you have in European it. soccer. I, I know that. It, they'll never do it. Logistically, it wouldn't work. But I'm just saying, you want to weed out this crap. You know what? You that's know what? a way to do it. <laughs> you know the honest to God answer on how you fix this is you just don't have billionaires own sports teams, but I don't well, know how you... Again, that's not going to happen well, either. Well, no, because you said promotion and relegation, and you're right, that does add more motivation, right? But you want to know one of the teams that is hated the most by their fans and has been hated the most by their fans over the last 10 years in the Premier League? It's Arsenal. You know who owns Arsenal? It's Mr. Sofi, Mr. Gotta Move My Team from St. Louis to L.A. Stan Kroenke! Kroenke! You know why they hate him? Because he bought Arsenal and then didn't put his own money into, all right, we need to spend $120 million on transfers this year to get these star players. But we don't have the funds coming in to justify that from Arsenal. Well, Stan Kroenke's worth six, $8 million, whatever he was worth at the time. Can't he just put in a hundred and some million and he'll get that back, obviously, at some point. But can't he just kick in the money? No. In fact, what he did when he took over Arsenal, he did the opposite. He took out loans against the valuation of Arsenal to fund his other stuff. So the fans there said, wait, our team has to suck. And again, for Arsenal, that's their middle of the pack. They expect to be for, competing for them. For, they suck. Right. They, they expect to be competing for championships. They were middle of the pack. He has the billions to spend and he just decided, no, I don't want to because I don't have to. There's no rule saying I have to. We're going to be competitive enough. That's it. And I don't know how you fix that. And even even promotion relegation, that hasn't fixed that problem with that guy. Because at the end of the day, if these billionaires have all the means and just don't want to spend the money, yeah. there's not much you can do about it. And that just sucks. All right, everything sucks. We're doomed. No. That's it. Drink poison. I'm just saying billionaires in sports ownership, some of them, they do a good job with trying to manage their teams, but a lot of them just look at it as a piggy bank, and that's the worst situation to be in. T-Bone will give us the idiot's guide to the crew opener tomorrow. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Stringtown Road at I-71. This accident does involve injuries causing some heavy backups over here. Please be careful as things begin to get cleaned up. And watch out for delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is still slow in that area. Stroving Report is sponsored by Buy and Tech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Buy and Tech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Hey! 
was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. T-Bone, let's give away some crew tickets. That's right. Uh, let's take caller number 10 right now. 614-821-9710 is a phone number. You get a two-pack of tickets if you're caller 10 and a chance to march to the match with me this Saturday. That would be tomorrow for the crew home opener. They're playing Vancouver at Lower.com Field. I forgot their music. Oh, play. Well, you... You want to play the music now? I didn't know you were no, going to play the music. No, play I, the music. No, I don't I don't have it. Oh, man, play the music. Now, here's the schedule for tomorrow, okay? Here's what's going to happen. That's not, that's not their music. It's fine. The march to the match is going to start at... We're going to be meeting at 2 at Battelle Plaza. That's, uh, you know, Nationwide Arena, the big plaza there. That's, that's where that is. We're going to march from there down to the arena... Game's at 3.30. After the game, Brandon Beam and I, Bone and Beam United, our soccer podcast, we're going to do a live post-game show right there in the pub Look at, at the stadium. They're keeping it open so we can do this post-game. So check it out. If you can't be there, you can listen on the fan. But That's right. All the action will be here on the fan all day long. We'll have Fan Sports Saturday. I'm actually going to check in from the march to the match before the game Live on Fan Sports Saturday. Then I'm going to go to the game. Then afterwards, going to do a post game show. Man, look and at after you. that. I'm going to pass out. Getting overtime pay for this, or is this all in the contract? I think I don't know. I have a contract. Just working day to day right now. They just hand me Platinum Fox. Just walk in, drops a big sack of money on me, and that's that. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. It is. Must Thanks for asking. Nice. Yeah, it is. Teddy, what are you doing this weekend? You marching to the match? That's not, not going he's, anywhere. He's, he's, he's on the phone. He's taking right, the caller. I, I just I gave him a caller, and then you I'm just started sorry. talking I'm to so, him. I'm sorry. What are you doing? What am I doing? We got the kids' birthday party tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's got a crew-themed cake. Oh, very nice. No. Crew cat? Bluey. Oh, Bluey. All right. Cartoon kitty show Bluey. Our, our gal Angela is making the cake. We like, uh, we like Bluey in our house. Yeah. Australian TV show. That's right. Crew have an Australian player this year. Did you know that? Well, I was just going to ask you, you know... you. I don't know anything about anything, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are, are casual fans like me, excited that the cruise season is starting tomorrow, but not really up on all the off-season changes and things like that. So give me the dummy's guide to the upcoming season. I'll give you a few storylines. First, there's uh, some new additions to the team. A couple of them came over from European teams. Milos Dejnek. Oh, my guy. Yeah, another game for Milos. He's, I don't uh, have that one ready. He's either. a... <laughs> He's a center back. Hold on, hold on. All right. How many? You got to give me a second, well, I man. Just, I just said his name. Man. And you're like telling me to stop talking. What do you want me to do? Another game for Milos! Thank you. 
Probably going to get a start tomorrow from all appearances, but uh, formerly played for Red Star Belgrade in Europe. Big Champions League team. So he has played in Champions League matches. He has been there, done that. He is hopeful to make the World Cup with Australia. And he came to the crew to say, I want to show what I can do at MLS, and I think the crew's the best team for me. So that's Another cool. game for Milos! So excited to watch him play tomorrow. And another guy, Yaw Yaboa. My guy. Yaw. My guy. Right midfielder who was uh, just brought in from Poland. Now, he is of Ghanaian descent. He's, he's from Ghana, but he played in Poland most recently. So he is expected to help out with the scoring punch for this team. They need to add more scoring and... Everyone over there that I've talked to is really excited about the combination that he can make. Everybody in Poland that you no. talked to? No, over at the crew stadium. Oh, I didn't know if Everybody he had connections over... in Poland. Well, you never know. I just might. Bone and Beam United, big in Krakow. <laughs> That's right. We are big in Krakow. Uh, a couple other storylines for you. Miguel Berry, he was scoring a lot of goals last year, right? Came on second half of the year. Big dude, scoring some nice goals, beating FC Cincinnati, among other teams. Mm-hmm. Some of his goals. He and Giassi Zardes, both of them have the capability to be a great scorer, but there's only one spot up at the top of this formation. Who's going to be playing more in that spot? It's still probably going to be Zardes, but don't sleep on Miguel Berry. He's a very talented player. So two forwards, one spot. That's something to keep an eye on there. Injuries are a big story because last year this team had a bunch of injuries. Remember, we thought they were going to compete for another MLS Cup. They didn't make the playoffs last year. A lot of injuries that contributed to that. Two guys, Artur and uh, Aiden Morris, both of whom started in MLS Cup in those two defensive midfield roles. They didn't play much at all last year. I think five total games combined, and that was all Artur. He dealt with a hip all year long, and Aiden Morris tore his ACL in the Champions League game they played in, so he missed the entire year. And that's those guys are both back and healthy, so hopefully that's good things and all the other injuries they had. When the crew got healthy towards the end of the year, Mike, they had final 10 games of the year. They had most of their guys back. They only lost two. So that's if they'd done that all year, they would have been an easy playoff team, and then you think what could have been if they got to the playoffs. Final thing I'll say is this. Caleb Porter, their head coach, who was just on with Rothman and Ice earlier today. You can go listen to that interview on their podcast. But Caleb Porter said today about making the playoffs, he said, if we miss the play, I'll bet my house that we won't miss the playoffs. And at first you're like, wow, he bet his house. Then you realize they don't make the, if they don't make the playoffs with this roster, he's probably getting fired. So that's not a big bet because he probably would move. Well, who he, gets the house then, though? Well, I, I, all of us. We just all get to live squatters, in it together? Squatters rights. <laughs> we just show up. We get the house. We all, anyone well, who know, heard he, that. He did say they're going to be gritty, but you know they're never going to lead the league in offense because... They have financial limitations. Yeah, and I couldn't tell if he meant because of, you know, there is a salary cap in MLS, and maybe he's just saying they've got a lot of guys think, up against it. I don't think that's what he meant. Well, I would hope he doesn't mean that the Haslam's, Haslam's don't, don't have, have the money because they, they, they do have, have plenty of money. But look, the reality is this team does have a lot of talent, Mike. On paper, they should be better than they were last they, they should have been better last year. Well, that's than what they I was going to say. Year. Last year, you told me on paper they were the best team in the league. Well, they arguably were, and then they had all these injuries. And I'm not trying to make excuses for that. I don't care how many injuries you have. It is a joke to miss the playoffs in Major League Soccer. You have to be abysmal. You have to be one of the worst-run teams in the league. What I'm saying is you have to be FC Cincinnati to miss the playoffs most years. And they have, by the way, FC Cincinnati. They have never made the playoffs. They have three wooden spoons. Do you know what a wooden spoon is? The thing that my mother used to beat me with when I was a kid? 
Well, that got dark. Like the big wooden spoons? <laughs> no. Yeah, that it was... It is, but the wooden spoon is the award they give. Like, the Supporter Shield goes to the best regular season record in the league. The wooden spoon is given out to the worst oh. regular season record in the league. Ask me how many years FC Cincinnati's been in this league. How many years have they been in the league? Three. How many wooden spoons Three. do they have? Okay, good. <laughs> Pretty bad. Well, don't you hope Austin gets the wooden spoon this year? I don't care who, as long as one of those two gets it. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think those two teams play each other to start the season. In what is known as the Bowl of Crap. Now, last year, Major League Soccer had no sack whatsoever. They didn't bring Austin up here. Do they make a trip up here this year? You know what? Let me double check because I was just thinking about that. Well, and you know what? I, I did not go out to the new stadium last year. I'm definitely going out there this year. I was just there last night. I went over for the uh, Nordeca practice that they oh, do. Must where be nice. You just, they just open up the stadium just for you. Yeah, they no did. one's playing, but hey, here comes the bone. Open well, it up. If you were paying attention to the weather last night, you did see it was uh, cold and rainy and yeah. gross out. Right. Yeah. I was standing outside for an hour. Didn't get a drop of rain on me because the roof line there, you know, kept all the water off. And then I went down and walked to the very bottom of the stands. You know, right at the edge of where the roof would be. Right next to the field. Didn't get a drop of water on me. So I it it's the first time I'd been in there where it was a true, disgusting, gross downpour. And it was raining hard. It was raining hard. It, I have I posted photos and video of it. You can go check them out on my Instagram or Twitter at Degenerate T Bone, but you can see the rain falling. It's coming down in buckets, and I'm bone dry. Pun intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no game against Austin. How is that FC possible this year? You know what? How they didn't come last year? They're not no, coming this they're year. They're not playing at all. They're, they don't match why? up. Why? I don't know why, but I'll tell you this: good. Let Anthony Precord make that a thing on his own. He doesn't get to jump on the popularity of the crew and then turn that into a... That's probably the most watched game they had all year, other than their inaugural game, was when the crew played them. That He doesn't deserve it. I hope they never play for 10 years. Screw that guy. Go suck down but there. But don't the fans deserve it, though? We don't need him. What do you mean? We've got, got rivals. Need him, we but... got rivals. All right. We got FC Cincinnati. We got all these all other right, teams fine. I hate. I, by the way, I hate everybody in the league. Vancouver, you suck. <laughs> Vancouver does suck. They have like they're horrible. All right, don't go looking up Vancouver scandals. They're, they're awful. That team, they are terrible. They should lose by ten goals. All right, you done. A uh, last thing I will tell you. Last thing, it's like talking to Rimmer at the Nord. The Nordeca has a nice surprise when they score goals this year. Little cheer they're working on. Little chant that they're going to do. Mm-hmm. It involves Pink Floyd. And DMX. It's a mashup. And Rimmer doing Anna Kornikova's mom. That's also going to make the chant. I'll just leave it at that. But I, I, I could have her come to my ice shanty. <laughs> Go crew. Anyway, take away from this. 3.30 tomorrow, LDC. I'll be there. Hope you're there too. If not, you can hear all the action right here on the fan. Drill a hole in that ice. Pop, 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 pop. Let's go crew. <laughs> Is Rimmer ice fishing in Hudson, Ohio looking for a... Uh, Whatever's going to happen. I'm going to drill a hole, drill a hole, yapper dogs, drill a hole. Let's go, crew. I want Rimmer to be a capo. Go out there and lead the chance with the big megaphone. Let's go. Crew in Vancouver, 3.30 tomorrow right here. Uh, Coming up next, what is the latest with all the television broadcasting news around the NFL? We'll tell you. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on Stringtown Road at I-71. Traffic is still slow in this area as I try to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful. Plan about a 15 to 20-minute slowdown in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options so that the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Here's some NFL quarterback tidbits for you. Are you All ready? Right, I'm excited for this. Uh, new report says the Cardinals and Kyler Murray are playing nice now. They're on the same page after he unfollowed them on social media and then subsequently the team leaked that they weren't happy with him they think he's immature but apparently they're on the same page now what the hell that means i don't know well but they're gonna kiss up and make nice yeah that too um so what what's the situation again with his contract does he have one like he wants a big deal but they're not ready to give him one yet obviously for good reason well, this will be his fourth year in the league yeah I'm just saying, so like at the end of this upcoming season, they could obviously go with the fifth year option. I'm sure they're, if they haven't already, they'll pick that up whenever they are supposed to. But Didn't they have to? They probably already did. You're right. I'm just saying that he's at the point now where he's wanting the big deal from them. They're saying, we're not ready to give you that, but we don't want to just move on, get from you because maybe you'll show us something we haven't seen yet. I don't think it's wrong to kind of play the waiting game with him. Much like you did, much like the Browns are doing with Baker Mayfield, saying if it was up to you, you would have signed Baker to like a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract last offseason. That's season. not at all fair, well, and not what I said. We need to, we need to let everybody know that That's the Browns are I for said. real. Not what I said, and we trust in Baker. Not what I said. Now you hate him. Not now you hate him, and you wish Carson Wentz would come and save you. I like how you just make the narrative up in your I head. Didn't make it anything up. Exist. That's Teddy, not what I said. Is this what he said? It's not what I said. All off season. Yeah, all yes, offseason. I think so. That's not what I said. Ted, Teddy said it. I said last offseason, you might run the risk of him throwing a fit and be mad. Now, so far, it's worked out that they've played it great. That's the only fear you have. And you saw this just happen, right? With Kyler Murray trying a little bit to throw his fit and throw a big, you know, angry party and show everybody how mad he is. And then guess what? It blew up in his face. Yeah. And he realized, oh, I'm not that good and it's not going to work. So I'm just saying that's the reason that some teams might say, let's try to pay these guys. But it's it's too soon yet with guys who are six foot tall or thereabouts at quarterback. And I know Kyler's shorter than that. Maybe just give it a few more years. Let's find out what he actually can do because Baker has shown, yes, through some injuries this year, but that doesn't stop you from getting the ball knocked down at the line of scrimmage and missing open guys like he has done all throughout his career. That's that's a separate thing. All right, well, Kyler's playing nice with the Cardinals now. And I was reading a piece today about Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan. 
and his cap hit for the upcoming season. You know what this number is? Mm, no, I, I will tell it's you. High. It is the highest ever. Okay, highest cap hit ever for a single player. The number this year is forty eight point six six two million. That represents this upcoming season twenty three point four percent of the Falcons' cap. Wow, Matt Ryan, ladies and gentlemen. Now, just clarify for me. I mean, cap hit. We're not saying that's all the money he's gotten. Some of that money already. Yes. Okay. So this he's is not, not making forty eight million dollars in straight salary. But that's salary. how much comes off the books he's, this right. year. He's doing fine. Yeah, he's right. still going to make a lot of money. He's going to make a lot of money. That is just his cap hit forty eight point six six two million. What is their reasoning for sticking with him other than they just they'd have this is on the books regardless? There's no way they could get out of it by cutting him. I think if they cut him, they save like eight million. <laughs> if they cut him next season, then they can save like half of it. Because I the ha- the cap hit goes down to a very manageable forty three million dollars next year. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! So you're telling me over the next two years, where they may only get one, not that it's going to be that great anyway. They may get one year of football out of him that will be mediocre at best, is my guess. And for that, they get the bargain price of a cap hit of over sixty million dollars over the two years, and only one year of football. If they cut him at the, like I'm saying, if they cut him with that discount next year, if they just say, we're done with you, we're cutting, we're ending that it's still 60 million on the books over two years, an average cap at 30 million for one year of football from a guy who's probably not that good anyway. It's a bad contract. Look, it's all relative. Certainly the cap hit wasn't this, but when Joe Flacco was at the end of his Ravens tenure, they were paying him a lot of money at the time for a starting quarterback in the NFL. Joe Flacco clearly was not a top 10 quarterback, yet he was being paid like a top 5 quarterback. But the Raven fans can go back and say, well, you know what, that's the price for winning a championship. Joe Flacco and the Ravens won a championship, he got the big contract. The Falcons fans can say, well, that's the price of almost winning a championship, (laughs) crapping your pants in the Super Bowl and having Tom Brady come back and beat you. Because you're not even looking back at a championship to justify this. You're right, I wonder if... Not if we would be framing it differently, if the Falcons had seen that game through, they were Super Bowl champions, who knows what would have happened the next year or anything after that. I think we'd say that's still a big number, but hey, at least they won a championship. Right, we would all be pointing to the trophy. Look, we might be doing this in a few years unless everybody retires, which could happen, but the Rams are going to be in that spot if they keep all these contracts on the books. If guys don't just retire and say, yeah, it's fine, I don't need to Well, we're sort of saying it now for the Rams, where it's like, they didn't have a first-round pick in seven years. Yeah, congratulations, they just won the Super Bowl. Right. If they had lost that game, we'd be saying, wow, they didn't win the Super Bowl, and they don't have a first-round pick. Right. Man, that sucks. But instead, that one game kind of matters. It does matter, yeah. When the sport is set up around winning that one game, then it yes, it matters very much. All right, TV things. New reports say that Amazon went after 49ers executive John Lynch for their Thursday night game package. If you were to say to someone 20 years ago, a team president, which essentially John Lynch is, his team was just in the NFC Championship game, is going to get a phone call from a television network saying, hey, would you think about leaving the team you're running to go announce games on Thursday night on a streamer? Yeah. You wouldn't even get past the secretary. They would hang up on you instantly. But the reason why John Lynch and Amazon actually had a conversation and exchanged numbers is because John Lynch is making about $5 million a year running the 49ers. I am quite sure Amazon threw out about $15 million a year to go broadcast games. Or 
I mean, perhaps Amazon did not. Like, maybe that is what he was expecting, and they threw out something like, yeah, we'll pay you seven a year, and he's like, well, I don't, it's not enough to justify me leaving, but regardless, your point is well taken. The money that would be in TV for people now, I mean, are are we not seeing this? We're, we're, this is the this is the play for Sean McVay theoretically if he doesn't decide to come back to the Rams it could be because he's getting lured away by the prospect of doing television Sean Payton the rumor saw it with Sean Payton the, the report right. today is that Sean Payton is in the home stretch with Fox Sean Payton's going to make more with Fox than he did coaching the Saints yeah no and, doubt about it and he's given us all these speeches about how he just doesn't I love coaching just not here. And then secretly saying, like, because Fox is going to give me a lot of money. Well, right. and he I can knew go coach he the could Cowboys fall ass backwards into money. That wasn't an he issue. Can wait, he basically can wait until whatever job, if it's the Cowboys job or whatever, if there's another job he really, really wants to do, he can wait until that job's open. Yeah. And if it never comes open, what's his worst case scenario? His fallback plan is making $15 million on TV. His fallback plan is I become Bill Cower. Actually, more powerful, I guess, than Bill Cower, right? Because Bill Cower is just doing, like, desk work. He doesn't have to, he's not going to the games and calling each game. I like, like how you said that, like, he's doing desk work. Well, you know what I mean. Look at him. That's yeah, like it's, digging ditches. Easy. No, no, no. <laughs> Look at that. No, desk I mean, work. they tip, I don't know. Is that, I don't know. Is, no, you he's not a better he's, job no, or he's a worse not, job? he's not making 15 mil. I would consider that job much better than going to the actual games. Just let me sit at a desk. I go for like two minutes. I desk sit there and go, work. man, that guy, he can't play quarterback. That defense? They can really tackle. Back to you, and then that's it. And then you cash a big check. Uh, and by the way, uh, according to a report, Joe Buck is not out of the equation for ESPN. He has one year left on his Fox deal. I can't see how Fox would just swallow that year, work out a deal with ESPN. Because you're not just getting rid of Joe Buck for football. Joe Buck is your baseball voice, too. There's no yeah. way he's letting. they're letting him go. No I, way. I wouldn't think so, but I don't, I don't know why they let Troy Aikman go in the first place. But they did. Well, or because maybe they he, could, or maybe he wanted to go. They You're were right. confident that Sean Payton or Sean McVay would would come in there and do just a good of a job. But Joe Buck's a different story. They're not I, letting him go. I wonder if Joe Buck is in a spot where he says, "Yeah, I don't want to work for you." Well, I mean, could, maybe maybe be. some of the know. things that annoy Troy Aikman annoy him too. I mean, they worked together pretty closely for a long time. They might have you know shared some thoughts on that, and maybe he's saying, "Well, I." I may come back to Fox, but I'm going to make them pay like no one's ever paid before. It could be that, too. Degenerate T-Bone is up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. An accident still causing slowdowns on Stringtown Road at I-71. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful in this area. We'll also find some heavy slowdowns on I-70 eastbound between Hamilton Road and 270. Traffic is building there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies are gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Anna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire Care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. You know, sometimes 
I uh, I forget about certain coaches, certain people in sports. Sure. I saw today that Charlie Weiss was trending. <laughs> and if you want, I forgot about Charlie. I had forgotten about him too. I was yeah. reminded of Charlie today. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into why he's trending. You can see that on Twitter if you'd like. But oh, good old good old well, Charlie. I won't I won't give you the whole tweet, but Charlie Weiss appears to have a problem with people who make money for doing nothing. And if that is his concern, he may want to look in the old mirror because I don't know anyone who's made more money in the last 10 years doing absolutely nothing other than getting fired than that guy. So whatever, man, I don't, I don't I'm understand sure he would that. Tell you, I earned that money. <laughs> did you? Okay. Did you? Yeah, or did somebody you just, gave it to him. Or did you just have a bunch of rings and a name and an attachment yeah. to other successful people? Somebody and, gave it to him. All right. Let him live. Degenerate T-Bone hit it. Common Man and T-Bones. T-Bone. T-Bone's Picks for the Weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. Bone. All right, man. We're going to start off in the NBA tonight. And I'll give you a game that you may not have an eye on, but there is a player on this team, Oklahoma City Thunder, taking on the Indiana Pacers. Now, the Pacers swung a big trade before the deadline, before the All-Star game. They brought in a bunch of talent. They traded some talent away. So those pieces are still learning to fit together, work together. And I think they've got a a good move that the Pacers made there, right? They brought in Tyrese Halliburton, who is a phenomenal young player. Nothing against the Pacers. They are seven-point favorites tonight at home against the Thunder, who just lost last night on the road to the Suns. No shame in that. The Suns are great. But there is a guy for for this Thunder team, rather, Josh Giddey. Josh Giddy is a 19-year-old rookie from Australia. This kid is magic. Magical, you might even say. He is dynamic. He's a great player. And I think he has got a game that will be on display more and more as next season goes. He is a building block for this Thunder team. His over-under on assists tonight is 6.5. I'd say take the over on that. That's an easy number for him to hit. He is one of the best passers I have seen in the NBA But not only that, the Thunder are seven-point dogs on the road. I say take the seven points. I think they're going to win this game outright. The Thunder have been playing together longer than this Pacers team. They know each other's skills and weaknesses better. Yeah, they lost last night, but I think they were targeting this game for their victory. I say take the Thunder to get it done tonight on the road. Outright, if you believe that, is plus 225. But just plus seven, that's minus 110. I'm going to take the Thunder, and I'm going to take Giddy to go over the six-and-a-half assists. I think he gets the job done. Now, I was also looking at a few futures for you because, you know, the MLS season starts up, and you know I watch plenty of that. Uh, Here are your odds if you want to bet on things like the crew winning the Supporters' Shield. That would be for the best record in the league. The top three teams, by the way, New England Revolution plus 550, Seattle Sounders plus 800, and Los Angeles FC, LAFC, at plus 800 as well. Where did the crew slot in? They're at 29 to 1 odds. Tall order. I don't think they are going to be the Supporters' Shield winner, but if you have that belief, 29 to 1, pretty good odds for you. That'd be a nice thing there. Um, you can also take a look at the Eastern Conference winner. They also have New England as the favorite there at more or less 2.5 to 1. You're defending MLS Cup champions, New York City FC. They are next with. Four and a half to one odds. Uh, Philadelphia Union, more or less six and a half to one odds. 
They got the crew again, 16 to 1 to win the Eastern Conference. Now that would be a playoff race. That's different. I'm talking that one would be something I might take a look at. Uh, and finally, your top goal scorer in the regular season, Chicharito Hernandez, Mike, for LAFC, or that's plus 850. Raul Ruiz Diaz at plus 850 as well for Seattle, and Joseph Martinez for Atlanta at plus 850. They have Jossie Zardes at 23 to 1 odds. Don't think Jossie's going to be in that conversation, but nice to see his name at least being considered for that. And finally, the Wise Power 400. That would be the NASCAR Cup Series race that is out at Fontana in California. Kyle Larson, the favorite at four to one. Kyle Busch at eight and a half to one. Chase Bush. Elliott, eight and a half to one. Bush. Uh, I'm going to go actually with the uh, teammate of the guy who won the last race, Ryan Blaney, Ohio guy, eleven to one odds. They're going to have a lot of speed out there. Take him. Thank you. You're not welcome. Uh, I was reading a story. We have not touched on this, really, because there's plenty of news out there if you want to read it. We try to be a distraction for such things, but we know what's going on with, with Russia and Ukraine, mm-hmm. right? But I was reading yeah. a story about the, the Klitschko brother, brothers, them two. Yeah, former uh, heavyweight champion, right? Uh, well, uh, who is it's, uh, here, on, Vladimir. It's- Vladimir was the, the heavyweight champion. Yes, but I, I think both Vitaly of them... Vitaly is the other one, who's yeah, also were, just a huge mang. Right, yes. Both of them, by the way, sons of a major general in the old Soviet Air Force. So they come from a family of people who were in the military. Well, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because both of them have come out and said, we are going to bear arms and fight on the streets of Ukraine. Look, there's a lot of tough dudes. I'm sure, sure in the Russian army, in the Ukrainian army, lots of tough dudes. But can you imagine turning the corner and looking at one of the Klitschko br- brothers? No. Just staring at you 6'8"? Man, I'll tell you, and, and by the way, Vitaly, if you're not aware of this, Vitaly Klitschko, he is the mayor of Kiev or Kiev or whatever the correct way to pronounce that is. He is the mayor of this major city in the Ukraine. Like, it's one thing to be a celebrity. It's another thing to be the mayor at the center point of one of these i mean you're you're at war right now and for both these guys they're millionaires they could go live anywhere they want to yeah but they're there they're fighting it's amazing man i have seen some of the things that you've seen from the the people of ukraine i saw a video of a woman she was an older woman who was from ukraine and she stood up there was a soldier russian soldier occupying her city whatever city it was now again this is translated this is the internet take it for what it's worth maybe the translation was inaccurate but she basically walked up to this soldier who had a giant gun on his shoulder and she said i hope you've got flower seeds in your pocket when you die on ukrainian soil because i want the flowers to come up after you're dead to be beautiful have a nice day Whew. well you Tell know what? what these people they've seen some things well, this that, is an older the, lady in ukraine problem, man is that they have seen some things and they they shouldn't no, no you know, one should have, have to have seen this stuff. We have two inches of white death here in central Ohio, and we run to the stores and buy all the food because we think we're never going to see the earth again, when in reality, 12 hours later, we'll be outside our houses. These people have dealt with this conflict in the past. They know what it's like, especially if you're of a certain generation. And that's sad. That's yeah. sad that they're it dealing it's with horrible. it again. It's horrible. And, and you see the videos of, you know, Jets flying over these cities. I can't imagine what those people are going to. Our thoughts are with all the people in Ukraine, and obviously it's a horrible situation. Hopefully sanity ensues, and yeah. this can end 
quickly without much bloodshed and and hopefully with freedom, right, for the people of Ukraine. So, yeah, I just, I feel sick to my stomach thinking about it. That's why we haven't talked about it much, but we know it's well, going we, on. We know our jobs here. We, we try and be a distraction to you. Hopefully we've done it. Uh, if you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the two left lanes of 270 westbound before Salmo Road. Traffic is stop and go in this area and still continues to build. A heavy wrecker on scene trying to get things cleaned up. A plan about a 10-minute slowdown. Traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring is hard. Luckily, there's Indeed. The hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates from the same place. Just sponsor a job, you'll immediately get a short list of quality candidates on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get started. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Don't worry, we don't get bones and allergies either. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. So glad you're along for the ride. If you want more of this stupidity, subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review. You will see a lot of extra goodies in the podcast that you cannot hear on the radio. For example, Teddy is putting together flashback episodes, little short little tidbits. What's the new one that you have coming up, Teddy, this weekend? On Sunday, I dropped in there the origin story of what's in the bag. What's in the bag? Oh, what's in the bag? Yeah. yeah. All right, that'll drop on Sunday. T Bone is also doing another series called T Bone Talks to People. Talks to humans. Humans. I'm sorry. That's all right. Humans. Well, I've only done one of those episodes so far, but I did it yesterday and had the one of the owners of the crew, Doctor Pete Edwards, who came in and we talked for about a half an hour about the new season. We talked about. The logo, we talked about Crew 2, which is a really cool thing that they're doing. All kinds of stuff, but if you want to hear him talk about that, it's. I thought it was a fun conversation. You can go check that out. It's in our podcast feed, so if you subscribe to Man and Bone, you get the show every day. That's, that's just what comes with it, right? But now we're throwing little bonuses at you. Mm-hmm. And uh, please more. do review us. Give us a nice five-star review. We appreciate it. What was I going to say to you? Oh, Dick Masheter Ford fan poll, 971thefan.com. How will the crew open up the season against Vancouver tomorrow? Of course, you can listen to it, 3.30, right here on the fan. Win, lose, or draw is what it has on here. Uh, it better Tie. be it, I, it better be a win. Vancouver's not expected to be very good. and uh, Take it to the bank. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Uh, I mean... <sighs> win! Win, that's what I said. All right, right. Well, better take be it to the win. bank. Don't give me this... Uh, no, better uh, be a win. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, this. I think you. It's going to be cold. It's going to be a tough game at first because it's not you know ideal conditions. But it's going to be sunny and it'll be fine. It's be in the 30s. It'll be sunny and nice for the season. What do you expect? It's February, man. What do you want? Seventy? Sorry, my brain's a little fried. I was just trying to think of everything, all the conversations I had. Because no joke, 
in the last 48 hours, let me just, I've, I'll name drop. I'll be Jeff Rimmer for a second. I have talked to Dr. Pete about the crew. I have talked to Frankie Haydick about the crew. You can go listen to that on Bone and Beam United, that podcast. I talked to Miguel Berry, one of the forwards for the crew. We, and he talked about the weather. I was trying to remember who I was talking to about the weather. And he said he thinks he'll be fine. He's going to talk to Jossie Zardes about, you know, how to stay warm. Cause Jossie played in those cold games here and in Minnesota with the U.S. national team, where it was like, you know, 30 degrees here, but then it was like, what, 10 in Minnesota. So. Yeah, I just was trying to keep straight all the different people we've talked to. But if you like the crew, I think we have talked to every single employee for the crew on this radio station or on our podcast in the last 24 or 48 hours. So we've got you covered. Right. You said when you were at the stadium last night that they had the uh, the grow lamps oh, on man. the field growing the grass. I wanted to, I don't have his number. I wanted to call Gene Smith and say, can you come down here and take a look at these? Because this... The stadium sits on the same water table, under the water table, lower, all that stuff. They they build it on the same basic floodplain as where the Ohio Stadium yes, sits. Yes, but then the excuse from the Ohio State people is, oh, well, you know, it's too sunken. There's no sunlight. Yeah. Enter Grow Lamp. You have the lamps that they literally make them. They've had them for years in Europe. They use them everywhere for soccer stadiums there that have giant roof structures over them. Lower.com field has giant roof structures that prevent some sunlight getting to some parts of the field at ideal times. Well, Gene is always talking about how we can't have home side playoff games because of the, the player experience. Well, Gene, why do you want your players to get injured on artificial turf? Players <laughs> have said they prefer natural grass. So if you really care about the players, put in some grass. Put in some grass. Here's what I know, man. I know tomorrow I'm going to be at a game where it will be cold. I don't know if it'll be freezing, but it'll be cold. And I'm told by Ohio State that they can't have home site playoff games because it might be too cold for their stadium. The crew have a stadium that is going that already has shown it can handle those elements and you can play games in that environment. And it's, it's going to be fine tomorrow and we're going to have a good time. I don't know why Ohio State continues to insist they can't do anything about the facilities at Ohio State. Apparently Ohio Stadium... Is like a second run, no, second rate the, type the of place to go. The narrative always changes depending on who you're talking to or what point they want to make. We've heard, well, of course the crew can do that because their stadium's not 100 years old like ours is. Have you seen what the L.A. Coliseum is doing? Oh, yeah. Where yeah. they're just ripping up their field and putting in a car racing track and then putting a field right back in. That place is 100 years old. They ran a NASCAR race at the Coliseum 19 days ago. It was an exhibition race, but it they had to put down a real track, exhibition or not. They paved over the entire turf area. They ripped the turf out, paved over it, put a racetrack down, asphalt and concrete, whatever they used. And now they've torn all that out. And the photos today of the Coliseum, they said, here's the difference from 19 days ago. And they've already ripped all that out. They have laid the sod back down and they have green grass growing. Now, I, I want to apologize. The LA Coliseum is not 100 years old. How old is it? It's 99 probably, years old. Oh, I'm sorry. 99 years well, old. Well, get it right. It opened in 1923. But I, oh, we can't do this oh, because I, of our infrastructure. Okay. Ohio we'll call Stadium. up Los Angeles, see how they do it. Ohio Stadium's so much older. 1920 is when that opened. So, okay, well, it was well, three years. Three a years. Difference. That's a, you know how much different it was building the stadium, 1920 to 1923? Rundown, hit it. Common Man and T-Bones, the Rundown. The Rundown. Buckeyes get a huge road win at Illinois last night. Malachi was out of his mind. He was the best player on the floor. EJ was not feeling well, but he was still very effective. 
little hairy at the end with the Buckeyes not, you thought weren't going to be able to hold on to the lead, but they did. And they got a great road victory in a tough place to play last night. Yeah. I, I am extremely impressed with how this team fought through some adversity there, right? Not having EJ Liddell at his best. And then also, you're on the road. You get down by 13 or 15, whatever it was there early in the game. And that student section, obviously, EJ Liddell is technically from Illinois. They were giving it to him. Now, he is, yes, but he is from a part of Illinois that is very close to St. Louis area. And I don't know that he necessarily was really like a huge Illini fan growing up. I don't remember. But either way, they were just mad as hell that he didn't pick Illinois. All right, fine. They they want to they want to chant. That's college basketball. Right, that's fun. I get that. I'm not as if it was if it's all like 40 and 50 year old men yelling at him, I have a bigger problem with it than if you're like in college as well and you're just like that's high school and college basketball, right? The student sections sometimes yell at the players. The players go out and score big buckets and shut them up. That's I don't know. I don't feel as bad about that, but Chris Holman had a problem with it. He didn't like it. Doesn't matter, though. EJ went out there in those moments and made some big buckets, like you said, but Malachi Branham, this... He was tremendous. There's a lot of discussion about what his future holds and what he's going to do. Cares. Enjoy it now. Man, I'm with you. I am on this ride. Watching him is a blast. We don't get to see players like this very... Not very often. I shouldn't say that. You don't get to see a player go from a true freshman that really looked like you know, early on in his career here at Ohio State, early on this season, looked like he was still feeling out the pace of play. He didn't show up and just instantly become LeBron James, right? But he figured it out very quickly and then has grown tremendously, especially in the last month, month and a half, putting in some dynamic performances. But last night, 31 points. You'll take that on the road in the Big Ten anytime you can get it. Huge win. Brad Underwood said after the game that Malachi's the best player in the Big Ten. I don't all season he hasn't been, but right now? He's playing as good yeah, as anyone. That's sure. probably right. Jackets continue their excellent play with a victory in Florida last night. They did the impossible because they were winless in their last eight against the Panthers. The Panthers put up 17 goals on the Blue Jackets in just two games this season. It was a huge mental hurdle to get over that hump and win that game last night. And this is a team that's shorthanded, too. You're playing with a with a backup goaltender. You're playing with Zach Wierenski out of the lineup. And yet, you still went in there and gave it your all. You were outplayed for portions of that game. Didn't let it bother you. You kept at it. You played tough. This is all we wanted to see from this Blue Jacket team. And the result's great, obviously. They got the victory. But when you and I were super disappointed in this team, outraged with this team, it was because they just gave up. They showed themselves as mentally weak. They have flipped a switch. They are no longer that mentally weak team. No, I, I think they have grown quite a bit this season. And, and we talked about this earlier that, you know, you're getting contributions. Sillinger had a goal there in the third period and, and, you know, important to get that. It is important for this team to be able to find ways to win, even when they're not at full strength or when you've got some injuries that you're dealing with, which they were, but I always felt like earlier in the season when we were breaking down what this team might be able to do, I've heard some people say like no one thought this team would be able to score goals. I did. You did. We thought if anything, they'd be a team that would be really up and down with goals and be a streaky team. They'd put some in the net. Yeah, you and I both thought if they were going to win games, they'd be winning five five to four four hockey games. Absolutely. And so it's nice to see the goals 
showing up now. But when you're giving up six or eight or seven, that's that's not a recipe to win a hockey game. Now they they have started to show that fight on every inch of the ice, not just in the offensive zone, and that's really encouraging to see. There are a lot of bright spots for this team. There are a lot of young players on this team, but a guy like Boone Jenner, who has taken a leadership role on this team and excelled at it, he is having a phenomenal year. What did you say? He's twenty twenty two goals now. Yeah. I mean, he's and he's everywhere. He is he is the leader you're hoping for when you give a guy that responsibility. Boone Jenner is excelling at that, and it's great to watch. Jack, it's right back at it with another tough one tonight in Carolina. Coverage starts at 6.30 right here on The Fan. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. The XFL may be dead in the water before it even starts. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident on 270 Westbound before Selmo Road. It is blocking the left lane. Police and ODOT crews are now on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Traffic is bumped to bumper from Route 315 and still continues to build. You might want to avoid this if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the week is coming up at five thirty-four. All the uh, I was going to say all the news and notes you need. That's not right. No. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Saw this from Florio today. My favorite NFL writer, football writer. I know you love him. Headline: USFL's twenty twenty two contracts will make it harder for XFL to get players in twenty twenty three. So USFL getting ready to start. If you care. The XFL with The Rock as the owner is going to start in 2023. They need another year to get their stuff together. Uh, Florio is just pretty much copying an article from Sports Business Journal where they say USFL player contracts will cover one year with a team option for a second year. Oh. And the speculation is if the USFL wants to you know, hinder the XFL from really even getting started. They just pick up the con- the the option on all of these contracts. These players can't go play for the XFL. You're not going to have enough players then. The XFL, <laughs> well, where, where are they going to go to find more players? Well, they, they can, let, let's reframe that. They can find players. I'm sure there's plenty of dudes who say, I'll go play football for you. How much you paying? Yeah, I'll get out there. Is it going to be any good? Super bad players. Right. That's my Sucky point. Sucky players. Guys who haven't played since high school, and it's five years on now. Stuff like that. Yeah. Get out. Uh, <laughs> who was the 
Porky's back there playing <laughs> no, quarterback? No, I was thinking of Bishop Sycamore. You get all those guys. They'll come out and play for you. Sure. You have a whole pro league of those teams. But uh, yeah, that that's what obligation, by the way, is the USFL under to let the XFL come in and get their players, right? I mean, I can understand why they would do this. Anybody that's any good for them, they'll say, yeah, we're not going to compete with the XFL for them. We're going to make sure they're signed up for another year with us. And oh, anybody got, they don't want, they can say, all right, well, you you sucked here. Go ahead, XFL, have them. You got to put your money on something. What do you think is more likely? The XFL starts next season on time, like they're supposed to, or the USFL is back for a second season? Which one's oh, more likely? Oh, I think it's much more likely that the XFL starts. Than the Uf- yes. USFL's back. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think the USFL has a 50-50 shot of lasting more than a year. And I think... Well, the Fox X- owns this. That's fine. Right? But-, so, but that's what I mean, is that you're not dealing with, you know, oh, we got to get some mid-season investment from some rando guy. I know that. But I'm saying with Fox, the difference is Fox will have a year to then say... Well, this didn't work. This was bad. Yes, but there's no there's no illusion that they're not going to make payroll in week four. I, I understand that. But they may just say corporately, well, that was a nice experiment. It didn't get anywhere the numbers we thought. Right. We're not gonna we're gonna cut bait and that's it. There's a better chance of that happening than I see the XFL saying, Never mind, we're not doing this. I, I can't imagine the rock being involved in all that. I just I can't see that one not starting. Will it last more than a year? Probably not. But I definitely don't think it is. I, I don't see them not getting started, even if it is with crappy players. Uh, Mac Jones, Patriots quarterback, says he has some goals this offseason. Patriots finished 10 and 7. They were in the playoffs, did not go well, but, you know, they overachieved, maybe. Maybe Mac Jones overachieved for some people, although if you look at the numbers, they weren't fantastic. Although he was a pro bowler. That's right. It was all said and done. Yeah. Uh, he said about his off-season routine, what he needs to cut out, he says, I like ice cream too much like a lot of people. I just want to limit it and then try and eat healthy. Like we do with the Patriots. Every day they give us great food. I just got to talk to Ted, our nutritionist, and make sure we're on the same page. Oh, man. Got to talk to Ted. Man, get that, get that ice get cream that out of your hand, fatty. Come on, fatty. All right, one One flavor. serving. One what, serving. Get out of here with <laughs> your one right. serving. Are you the idiot that buys the Ben and & Jerry's and, and splits it up into four servings? Yeah, at least three, yeah. Get out of here. You really eat You're a pint of, of ice mind. cream in three different settings? Yeah, I, 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 you know, it's not four. It's, yeah, probably three. I mean, I'm not saying that's wrong. Good for you for, I'm saying that's that's amazing that you can do it. I don't have that willpower. Oh, no. You kidding? Once I pop that top. I've had two pints in one sitting. <laughs> you can only have one well, when you're doing- flavor of ice cream for the rest of your life. Oh, I'm I'm pretty basic, man. I like uh, I I really enjoy just cookies and cream. Like, is there a particular brand that you're loyal to? Because that no. makes a difference. I'm not I'm not loyal to a brand, but I guess I mean I've I've had I'm trying to think when the last one we had. I mean, yeah, probably like velvet ice cream. I've enjoyed over the years, but I don't. Are they still making velvet? Yeah, That's been gone for a while. Teddy, one flavor of ice cream for the rest of your life. Um, I love me some cookie dough. So yeah, chocolate is there a chip particular brand? One for me. I'm no, I don't really care about the brand. Well, you're wrong uh, because there is one oh, brand. Well, well, tell me, it's Ben and Jerry's. Okay, I'm, I'm a Ben and Jerry's super fan. To me, there is no better vanilla ice cream, little chocolate shards, chocolate chip cookie dough combination than Ben and Jerry's. 
Well, that's good to know. I I have not. I I don't know why. I've never even. I just go look and see what's like a which one is available because sometimes you go for like a certain brand. It's like they don't have. They're out of cookies and cream in that brand. It's like all right. Well, then I don't care about the brand. I just want the cookies and cream. So see, I will not eat cookie dough anywhere else. Really? Except well, like a place like uh, like Handles. Oh, I enjoy Handles. I will go get cookie dough there. Yeah, very good. I do enjoy. I've got to say, the custard is another game changer. I, on I enjoy that. the custard. I However, custard. I'm, I'm picky about my custard. Oh, Culver's is fine. Okay, but to me, I'm a Wits guy. I like the Wits frozen custard Man, Ted, better than the must, Culver's. Must be nice just driving around testing everybody's ice cream and oh, custard I'm sorry. and every are variety. You pre- of are, you, are you a pretend fat ass or a real fat ass? I thought we were real fat asses real on fat this show. Ass, a real fat ass goes and says. Where's the most ice cream I can get for the most bang no, for my buck? A real fat ass tries everything and then settles in on the best and eats that. I don't think that's right. They've got 19 wits around town. Why no, can't you no, go I'm get a wits? I'm saying the I'm saying the real fat ass is like I want something right now, shove it in my face. I'm not even looking at it. I feel like the less fat ass would be the one who goes Mm, not today. No, I need to try another one before I will. Like, First of all, not today. I still eat the whole thing. It's not like I drive and take a taste and then throw it in the trash. You, all right, but you said like there's one brand. You said if if they don't, then I bet in Jerry's. I will move dough. on to a different flavor. I will have oh, a different okay. flavor. It's not like I'm foregoing ice cream. I will have ice cream. I just won't have cookie dough ice cream. We just have different ways of being. A, there's no wrong way to be a fat ass. I think that's what we're realizing here. I don't know why you hate wits. I don't hate Wits. It sounds like you do. Wits is fine. Common man here for Wits. They pay me nothing to tell you that. You know what I will say? Get a drive through That's what I'll say. Because Culver's, I can drive right through. I don't have to get out of the car. That's, that's to me, the number one. And that's the most fat-ass thing you can say. I'm not getting out of my vehicle, and that's my choice. So if you got a drive through that's where I'm going. All right. You know I'm right. <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> If you miss that, that was... You're going to walk like eight miles to go... Walk like, eight miles. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> the parking spot's right in the middle, right right in the front door. I'm telling you, when, I, nobody when, in I, there, when ever. I want custard, I want nothing to do with walking. You know what? Wits does have a drive-thru. The one in Gahanna does. Kiss my ass. I've not, I've, I'm not, I didn't, I've never been to the one in Gahanna. I'm well, sorry. I'm telling you. <laughs> You'll drive two hours to go to a gas station and eat. That's not but true. But you're going to crap on me? For going to Wits? I'm usually going to a dirt track two hours away, and there's a gas station <laughs> right. on and All right. Yeah, just, that's Just that's embrace different. the inconsistency. Tool of the week is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing heavy slowdowns on Route 315 southbound at Henderson Road. It is blocking the right lane. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but plan on some heavy stop-and-go traffic in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool, according to us, will get a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Cole says, my guys. Oh, yes. My tool of the week is me. Following the OSU-Iowa men's basketball game, I was in the elevator with Gene Smith and didn't have the balls to ask him about his obsession with the Hoosier Dome. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been great if you would have done that. It would have been great if you just said, Gene, I am all for playing all of our games in the Hoosier Dome if you can find it. If you can get us there, if we can travel back in time, I will go play games in the Hoosier Dome. Cody says my tool of the week is T-Bone for selling out and wearing the new crew logo just because the gear was free. All right, I'll take it. Uh, Dana Dane Hall of Fame says my guys. That was all about Cox. Fletcher Cox. My tool of the week is myself. Saw my date of birth and age on a monitor at the doctor's. And then he has a little exchange. Me. Hey, my age is wrong. Says I'm 48. Nurse. Born May 73, right? Me. Yep, I'm 47. Nurse. Oh, sweetie, no, you're not. I'm at the age now where I don't remember my age. (laughs) All right. Yeah, that's that's a problem. J.R., Says my guys. You're going to see Graham, Cox. I mean, they're all just going to be like, hey, I got him. No, I got him. I want that sack. My tool of the week are the Ohio State fans who aren't grateful for Chris Holtman. He's a great coach, and we're fortunate to have him. All right. Okay. Uh, William says my guys. Could use a little love right now. There they are working those balls. My tool of the week is Common Man for messing up the back page the other day. Come on, man. Hey, I'm. Got to just take it. I am taking it. I'm not saying anything. Mm. Codfish says, my pickle squirters. <laughs> my tool is the contractor who kept canceling appointments. Then an hour before the third time to come, he says it's best not to waste each other's times and cancels altogether. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. That's not great. Uh, Benjamin not button. Says, my tool of the week is you guys, but mostly T-Bone for ruining pineapples for me forever. Used to be my favorite tropical fruit. Now I'll forever only know it as the dirty bone fruit. I mean, you can choose to do whatever you want. I think pineapples are delicious. Asphalt Soldier says, my guys. It's Division One football! I turned my phone off. Or I'm sorry, my tool of the week is myself. I turned my phone off last night for a school concert, then didn't turn it back on. This made me not hear my 4 a.m. alarm, and I was an hour and a half late for work. Dumbass award winner right here. Uh, that's too bad. Sorry about that. It's amazing how much of your day can be ruined by a missed alarm. The good news is you got to listen to more of Morning Juice. There you go. When you got in the car. Yeah. RP says my tool of the week is myself. Had to poop before I left the house and thought I would make it into work. Ended up having to pull over on the highway oh. and poop in my car in a Speedway bag. Oh, boy. The bag had a hole in it. Oh, boy. A literal blank show oh, boy. on my front seat. I've, Thank uh, you. I've never 
I've I've had to poo in some bad situations. <laughs> I've never had that happen to me. I feel for you. That's a that's a tough one there, RP. Bub says tool of the week. The old lady at Kroger says Kroger's. I like that. And that's well yeah. counting out one banana at a time instead of buying a bunch. I was waiting behind her, but she took so long. My wife yelled, "Go around her!" As I went around her and took one second to grab bananas. That's how. That's how it's done, old lady. <laughs> All right, bub. I'm sure you yelled that at her too. Uh, not common man's burner, says my guy. Tool of the week is Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball owners. If they don't meet the Monday deadline, I may have to watch Shea Patterson and the USFL. No, <laughs> don't do that to yourself. Stop. Yeah, it. you could. I mean, there's other sports on. You could watch some other things. Uh, Adam says my tool of the week is T-Bone for his soccer slash football takes. Please just stop. All right. I is that won't. soccer and American football? Or is he I just don't know upset what, about all soccer I, You know what? Probably, probably both, and that's fine. And if you, I will tell you, if you come to this show for our sports takes, that's, that's on you. Uh, John... Says my guys. Chubby time! My tool of the week is Silver Fox. I don't know who that is. I know who Platinum Fox is. That's right. Uh, for allowing the dense common man sack talk this week and depriving us for years from flying on his n- newt parasail. <laughs> Fly free, newt. my guy. Newt. Newt parasail. Newt parasail. Mm. <laughs> what, uh,. I wonder if you'll ever get to that point where it can actually provide some wind resistance. I like to call it the bat wing. <laughs> yes, I've heard of that. Uh, JR says, my guys. I've wrestled in North Korea. My tools of the week are the South Beach sports fans. I know it's a Thursday night, and I know the jackets aren't a big ticket, but your team is literally in first place in the entire Eastern Conference. How are there so many empty seats? They don't deserve this great team. Yeah, just keep that in mind. He's spot on there, but keep that in mind the next time when some like Midwest team is being threatened with relocation because their fans just don't get it. You don't hear. I mean, I know some people will talk about it occasionally, but you're not you're not hearing that about Florida fans. You're not hearing that about Panthers fans for the most part. No one's threatening to move that team, and I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying I wish everyone would treat other cities like they treat Miami when those fans don't show up. Uh, Bill says, my guys. Yeah, they they definitely are monitoring his load. He says, my stool of the week is the no wiper I had with only three squares left on the toilet paper roll. Oh, wait. Is that not this segment? Ah. Get it? The stool. I see. I got it. The stool of the week. That's something. Oh, no. I pick a winner. Uh, I am going to go with the guy who coined the phrase pickle squirter. Uh, I believe that was Codfish who said his tool of the week was the contractor who showed up multiple, didn't show up multiple times. Okay. Codfish. Codfish. Gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. The song of the day today. The song of the day today. I'm ready. Thank you. Is Something's Always Wrong, which it is, by Toad the Wet Sprocket from 1994. Bone this song come from from their al- what? Come froms. This song comes from their album <laughs> Dulce. Anytime you mess which up, which wings platinum? I know you're dancing. You're dancing. Yeah. You like Toad? It's fine. 
Glenn Phillips, who is Toad's frontman, says it's his favorite album because they knew what they were doing but weren't overthinking things yet. And I agree. Oh, that's an interesting way to talk about that. Okay. Something's Always Wrong just missed out on the top 40, peaking at number 41. Now, Toad's been around a long time. They formed in 1986. And they're pretty much the same lineup except for a different drummer. The band's name comes from a Monty Python sketch, by the way, in case you were wondering. That's good. All right, I really have nothing else to add. Good. Unless unless you have towed the West Sprocket questions uh, for me. No, this is fine. I mean, uh, I can see why. I know you like this style and this particular and it is It is genre. my song of the week. Yeah, that's right. It's not T-Bone's well, song I didn't say it was. Look for me to add to it. I'm just... No, I don't... Sorry, sorry, the song's lacking, if that's what you're saying. I think that's what <laughs> you're bringing up here. But that's fine. I love the song. Oh, okay. I the just, song's great. Sound like you're a little disappointed hey, in Teddy, your choice. Does Leanna have Toad the Wet Sprocket on vinyl? Because that's really the benchmark for what's good. She does not. She does not. Does she like Toad the Wet Sprocket? Snow Bjork. Indifferent. Indifferent. That's Indifferent. Okay. Thank you, Leanna. Right. That's where I am. I'd take it or leave. It's fine. Nice. This is fine. All right, well. Strike out for me. <laughs> you hate it. Leanna hates it. Teddy, do you hate it too? I mean, it's no Motley Crue, but it's fine. Okay, see, it's that's fine. right. It's fine. It's, it's just fine. It's, it's fine. You know. Well, I'll just be hanging out with Toad the Wet Sprocket tonight. <laughs> you guys can kiss it's my not, ass. Look, why does every song have to be? No, I, it's fine. You know what? I like a band called Pedro the Lion. Great band, in my opinion. I don't think a lot of other people enjoy them. That's fine. I like them. Back page coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. An earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of Route 315 southbound at Henderson Road. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual backups over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Dye Market. This week, save on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak, just three ninety nine a pound now through March 1st. Fresh Dye Market, get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire Care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan, it's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man, happy Friday. How about those Buckeyes, Timmy? How about those Buckeyes? How about them? Mm-hmm. Should have taken it to the bank. Well, should have. Who cares? Who cares? They it was got, a great they win, got a right? good road victory. It's great. Malachi's out of his mind. What the hell's wrong with him? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing is Nothing wrong at him. all. He's, he's doing great. Nothing living, at all. He's living his best life. 31. I think I saw something where, well, he only took 14 shots 
That's in a, last night's game. That is that is think the about thing, that. Man. It's the thirty-one points gets a lot of eyeballs. You know, 14 on him. Fourteen attempts. The fourteen attempts and thirty-one points. That's what get NBA scouts to say. <laughs> Okay, he may be worth drafting in the first round. Like because that's, fourteen yes. times two ain't even thirty-one. <laughs> so he's doing some other things, and I just I don't believe what he's becoming. And it's also it's not like he's one of these you know dominant bigs that the Big Ten no, has had, right? No, no, Where no. Luca can just feast, or Kofi is is that way? Where you can dump the ball into him, he can just obliterate someone out of the right. block. It's not like he's he's yeah. hitting like eight threes, right. and it's like, well, he's just out of his mind shooting no, the ball right he's now. He's hitting from everywhere. He's creating his own opportunities. He's going left. He's going right. He's hitting that. You know, he's driving to the lane and you know hitting difficult layups in traffic, getting to the free throw line. Yeah, all get, those things. Getting to the line, hitting a three here and there, scoring in the mid range. It's just bonkers what this guy is doing and congrats to Kyle Young too probably did have the best game with what he had to do to Kofi Coburn he helped foul him out he had the hustle play that might have been a ticky tack call on Kofi we can commiserate with that but it was a hustle play that got him fouled out and he, he's finally giving you some offense again 18 and 7 yeah off the bench he, he took away Zed's minutes last night yeah he as did. he should have but this is this is what we talked about this Buckeye basketball team they have veteran players that yes they've had plenty of them be injured over this you know year two and you know guys like Cedric who are still trying to find mm-hmm. exactly where their role is but he had a big three yes he did night. right yeah. and but, Justin Arns had a big three and a, and a took yeah. an elbow to the face that's right in the first half all I know is if this team gets Malachi Branham playing at you know 20 point a game level consistently EJ playing at EJ levels consistently and then you've got all these veteran guys that can step up and have their games in key moments. I yeah. mean, that's a formula in March that tends to be pretty good. This offense, to me, they look confident. Everybody knows what their role is. And I look, you said he had a big three last night. He did. I don't want to crap on this guy. But Justin Arn should be playing eight to ten minutes a game. That's what he is. Yeah. That, I think, is where his this role is now. This offense runs better when he's not playing 26 minutes a Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Because as he's gone out of the starting lineup, you know, there's there's been less talk about that. And we're we got to get him his yeah, looks. Not, we got to do that. No, not, screw that. Yeah. yeah. We're not, if, if, he, if, if he gets a look in his 10 minutes on the court, then good. God bless him. Yeah, then but good. I'm not going to run offense to try and get him involved. No, no. I mean, when he's in, you might want to run a set or two to get an open look. Right, but that's fine. The offense runs a whole lot better when we're thinking about Malachi Branham. Yes. That's what puts stress on a defense, not Justin stretching them out and making somebody guard him. I mean... We haven't seen in a long time when Malachi is dominant with the ball and he's trying to create and how he's going to bring other defenders over to him. You saw it late in that win against Indiana where it opens up EJ Liddell for a dunk, yeah. opens up a guy for a wide-open three-pointer. It's it's impressive what he's doing. And for EJ to have that night in his home state in Illinois when the fans are giving him some stuff, he actually talked. One of the things I'll, I'll talk about first on the Buckeye show were the comments that EJ had if people didn't get a chance to see those. Also, uh, I'm going to have Evil Bald Colin come on in here. We'll do a little uh, Mad About Hoops slash Buckeye show. Talk about that game. Talk about the Big Ten here. Can't even do a half an hour by yourself. No. Got to bring in Evil Bald Colin. I'm tired. Yeah. I didn't want to. <laughs> I don't blame you. You were here till Wanted like, to take the day off. But you were here until 1230 last night. <laughs> Buckeye show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. 
The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Imagine if you had to do another three-hour radio show yesterday, Timmy. That would have even been just worse. That would have been crazy. Must be nice to take PTO and then steal the PTO back and (laughs) take away reps from other guys. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Walker Bueller. Saw him talking today about uh, this standoff between the millionaires and billionaires in the uh, owners and baseball players as they continue to try to work through their labor issues. He has deleted these tweets, but here's what he said. This isn't millionaires versus billionaires. Incorrect, it is. This is workers versus owners. The value is subjective. No, the value is not subjective. We actually know how much you make. Yeah. I'm... (laughs) What why did he, why he delete he him? It's not subjective. It's relative. But anyway, the point is, Walker Bueller, there are a lot of fans who are on somewhat of the player's side, or maybe it's better to say a lot of fans who just really hate the owners. You could just not say any of this, and maybe that would be more helpful to your cause than going out there and saying, no, it's it's every labor dispute, NFL Major League Baseball, NBA, there's always someone who has to come out and say, like, yeah, you know those coal miners that all died? I know their pain. It's like, no, you don't. Remember when Carnegie Steel was shooting workers because <laughs> the workers wanted to form a union? Like us not That's the same thing. $7 million in the player pool. Like, shut up. No one wants to hear that, douche. <laughs> We're out here falling off of beams 100 uh, feet high to our deaths. Speaking of, Hook like, us up, huh? speaking of maybe not wanting... The, this message out there, ESPN put this up on first take today. They had their, you know, talking about the dunk contest. I guess this was actually from two days ago. So sorry, it was not from today. It was two days ago. But apparently Stephen A. Smith on first take said that the dunk contest was a global atrocity. My guy, perhaps now, right this week, Given all going on, maybe global atrocity is not the word you want to use for guys not being able to do slam dunks. Just a thought. That's right. They had a riveting conversation today on First Take. Who has more pressure, Baker or Dak next year? (laughs) Well, one of those guys got his big contract. Right. One the, of them's the making $45 million saying, a year. I mean, Baker's not in the poorhouse. He's going to make no, $19 yeah, million. Dollars, be okay. But, but he's it, set for life, too. If it yeah. doesn't work out for him this year in Cleveland, he may not be a starting quarterback ever again. That's a little different You love pressure. those shows. Love them. Big fan. Buckeye shows up next. Jackets time 630. We will see you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. An earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of 270 westbound before Sawmill Road. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still stop and go as it recovers in that area. Plan about a 20-minute slowdown in the meantime. Strategic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options that the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Have a great weekend, folks. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, common man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave, like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt I think on you it. Should. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I. You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just want, fine now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. right I now don't, <laughs> i don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 